You are joining us on, I can't say Utreon anymore because apparently it has changed, the name has changed to Player. I don't know if Patrick has even noticed this yet. Really? But the name has changed to Player. So that, Why did uh, they do that? I don't know. Well, actually, I do know. I got a, I got a message from them because we just asked them what's up with it. So we'll get into that here in a second. It's Player like Voyeur. So there you go. But we're joining, we're doing this on Player that I have to get used to so that we can uh, hold guns. YouTube does not allow us to hold guns while we're live. So in order to hold the shooters, you got to be on the player. I don't know, I gotta figure, I gotta somehow. Jeez, that's gonna be a little bit of uh, a bell curve. On I don't know that I, rough. <laughs> who decided to rebrand? I don't know that I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, hold on, Lola said, let me see, hold on. Somewhere here, Lola put, she reached out to them because I just noticed this when I was setting up the show. Mm -hmm. I saw the link and I didn't understand what that meant. It says uh, the name has changed. Email notice to come tomorrow is just a way better name. So there you go. <laughs> I... Is it a way better name, though? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's time to rebrand. I think they yeah. missed that mark already. I don't know that's, that that's it's a better name. No, I don't know at all. So let's see here. Um, oh, okay. Jeff is here. He's joining us. Boom. Whoa. He looks like he looks like freaking Mark Strong or something like that, coming in <laughs> super evil with a green like. That's the uh, Mark Strong in the Matrix. Steve <laughs> right That there. is, but I was going for super evil. So yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there he goes. All right. Uh, so you know what? I'm totally messing up the intro. Okay. So you're joining us live on you, uh, player. So we can hold guns. YouTube won't let us do it. You want to join us live? Go to player slash who moved my freedom. That's, it's that's still uh, utreon.com still redirects. So you can it, still go to still... utreon.com. It'll redirect you in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you're <laughs> listening to the audio later and you want to join us live, go to utreon slash player and, and look for who moved my freedom. You can also look up babyface P. He's on there. It's got, got stuff going up there. All right, that being said, let me see. Let me load everyone in here and then hit the buttons if everyone's ready and get this. I don't see any complaints. We'll get this kicked off. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, we've got everyone here. Let's get the jazz hands going so we can kick this off. There you go. Jazz hands, gentlemen. That That's you too, Jazz. It goes like this. You got to wiggle the fingers. Boom, there you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. This is episode 982. Oh, that looks good. 982 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast is Free For All Monday. The title of the show, uh, of, other than being Free For All Monday, is Has AI Already Defeated Humans? Of course, with uh, my usual host here, Babyface P, Walter is off today. He's traveling back. Still. So, yeah, he's. I think he was in Louisiana when I spoke to him. And then joining us uh, are Jeff and TJ of Gear Report. 
What's up, guys? Um, who I, saw, I saw these guys at the gathering. Patrick, you missed it. I did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a okay. baby, and, and I wasn't about to travel to South Carolina. <laughs> um, so it was maybe good. next year. Yeah, it was good seeing you guys out at the gathering. Um, a couple of uh, things here. So everyone in the chat, shout out to you guys. Hit those arrow ups. We need those here on Utreon. If you're listening to this on YouTube, hit the thumbs ups as well. We need that. Um, we are putting more content up on Who Moved My Freedom podcast on YouTube. So my son is now officially editing for uh, the Hank Strange situation. So he's getting more. There's more snippets going up, more shorts. And all that kind of stuff. He's all he's you know he's doing stuff for Hank YouTube slash Hank Strange as well. And of course, our videos go up on you well, player first. <laughs> they go up yeah they go up there first and then they go on YouTube. So shout out to Armed and Axes Night Train. I see Jade Grew out there, Jen Champ, um, and anyone else. Let me know. I'll give you a shout out. I cannot respond in the comments here on player. I can't do it in my iPad, and I can't do it from my computer. So I don't know if you guys can do. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I signed in. And I can. I can comment. No, your comment is looks like a speech bubble. That's, That's what I put. I put oh. a speech bubble. So why is my thing blocked? <laughs> I don't know, but I put a speech bubble. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Okay, so it's only me. But why would I guess? I don't know why I'm blocked. I didn't do anything. Um, oh, okay. Edward of Player, the CEO, says it, there's a bug, and he's working on it. Okay. So there you go. So they are working on that, but I can see you guys' comments and all that. Uh, let me see. I got to put up Mark Strong. You don't know who Mark Strong is, Jeff? Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. I just want I live you to under see. a rather robust Mark Strong. Yeah, he's Should he's I sheltered. You've never seen this dude. Never in my uh, life. He looks like an actor. He's an actor. He was in um, Sherlock Holmes, the first one. Never saw him. Yeah, I, I see that. I recognize Always him. plays a bad yeah, guy. There you go, Jeff. Yeah, come on. I, I'm, I'm not messing with Jeff. Look look at look at Jeff. Did he die? No, he didn't, no, he didn't die. See, Jeff, no, why wrong path, dude. You could have been famous like him if you were just... Look at that. Dude, I'm telling you. That is a... Spitting image. Holy That is a... That is a... I should be a villain in movies. <laughs> that Stunt is your double. doppelganger, dude. Yeah. yeah, stunt double, dude. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Except that dude's British, so he's got you beat yeah. there. He could kick that British accent, mm -hmm. and everyone thinks he's sexy and smart and everything. Well, my teeth are kind of messed up. That counts, right? <laughs> yeah, not as bad as his, bro. <laughs> yeah. Was, he's got British teeth. You got, oh, well, for, to all the British, yeah. the people in England, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's a good. He's a great actor. I actually like him. Always plays a good bad guy. Good to hear. All yeah, right. a good bad. Guy. Yes. So uh, let's start this out here. Since the uh, since the gear report guys are our guests, what's up with you guys? Oh, everything's dream, up. man. It's nonstop, absolutely mm -hmm. nonstop. So, mm -hmm. it, do you mind if I get a little? I don't want to go full self promotional, but if I just kind of get oh, a little dude, background, jump, what gear report, yeah, jump stuff? in, jump in, let the people know. Your report is very cryptic, right? It's mm -hmm. we report on gear. Um, and it can be any kind of gear. It used to be just outdoor gear, but now we have we have like a bunch of different channels on the video platforms. We got a camping gear report, guitar gear report, 
I was just uh, about to say that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm guessing it's Guitar Report got, now. <laughs> yeah. We've got Humvee gear report side. for military vehicles. Mm-hmm. What else? I feel like I'm missing something there. Um, I'm sure you, I missed something. Do you I'm have any paraphernalia for sexual escapades report? <sighs> Nothing Dude, public. You're missing out, man. You could be on OnlyFans Indeed. just rocking it right That's now. Gonna, I'll know. take care of that, Andrew. If yeah. I could be on OnlyFans rocking yeah. it right now, I wouldn't be yeah. here. So. Dildo report or something like that. Is it too early, Patrick? Oh, Is that why you're God. looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> Is, Is it too I early? Know. I don't know quite my speed, but you yeah. know. You yeah. want to get into this. You want to get into it early. You know, you could do prosthetics report. You know, for all oh, for wow. any uh, aspiring mm-hmm. uh, people who want to get contracts cool with, with Bud Light, you know, you want to be promoted by Bud Light. You, you know, be cool with get it, some yeah. get some pe- prosthetics you get, uh, so you can switch. Cerebral to switch over. Us, yeah. be awesome. You can transform. I'm uncomfortable with the direction this is going. <laughs> Someone's got to take one for the team, Jeff. It's not going to be me. Patrick <laughs> doesn't know if you're kidding or not. And, and, you know, and I really, you don't use the, the phrase, take one for the team, when we're having this discussion. Because yeah. No, no, I did. That, mm. You're going to take, take more than one <laughs> for the team. That's Jeff. not what I heard about the Gare report, guys, to be honest with you. Okay. That's not what I heard. Listen. I keep hearing people say $20 is $20, but I got to draw a line. <laughs> Where? I don't even know, but I'm sure we need to draw a line. Oh, uh, draw it behind you. <laughs> Preferably more than six inches away. <laughs> okay, okay. Look, I'm going to chill out before Lola starts texting me. Let me see. She probably yeah. already, already oh. texted me. Yeah, we've known each other for some time. Oh, what you got here? Yeah, let's jump right into guns, man. That's awesome. Listen, this isn't about showing off the gun as much as it is just that we're allowed to. That, you know, we've been on YouTubes and under the restrictions for so long that I will periodically hold a gun up during this program just because I can't. Yes, brother. Yes. I'm just exercising a little bit of freedom because you have set that up so that we can do that. Yes, and um, anyone who wants to throw guns in the air can throw them, and then people can have their. Oh, watch! I'm going to throw a controversial one up. Look at that! I like that. Look at that! There's a lot of sexy in this. This is Patrick's oh. favorite gun. Yeah, this is the top top twelve kind of right there. <laughs> do you, like Jeff? Why are you looking like that? Do you know what this is? No, I, I will. We already established I live under a pretty big rock. So mm-hmm. it this is, is go ahead, go, routinely go. considered the worst firearm to ever be produced. And I'm not being right behind the out- it is right behind the worst Altor. gun. Behind what? Really? Ever. Yes. Worse, worse than the Altor? What the, the it, Alt? Does it actually work? So yes, probably. What's the Altor? Yeah, what's? I'm gonna have to look up the Altor. It uses Ruger 10.22 magazines. Oh no! See, the Altor is a is a turret of a gun, but it functions. It's very simple. I have not. The Zip 22 does not work. It doesn't. Okay. All right. So that's the that's the difference. That's the defining factor. Worst gun ever. Okay, it appears I, I've seen these before. This looks like yeah. a lighter or something you use to start your barbecue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does, does, you can the... once. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Put a hole in the bottom of the barbecue. Yep. Wow. <laughs> okay, interesting. 
I got to get one of those now. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. The Altor is once a you fire shot. the one round, they're heavy, so you can throw them pretty Just good. Throw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I bet the zip thing. would throw pretty good. Um, it's kind of light. It's all it's polymer. <laughs> yeah. You have a high chance of shooting yourself because this is where the cocking handle is. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's a bullpup, which is awesome. I collect bullpups. I like I that. I do yeah. like that. Yeah. If you lit it on fire before you threw it, it may do some damage. Oh, yes. Without a doubt. Now, Melted this gun. this gun is famous because this gun came out and put the company out of business. And I'm yeah. going to tell you, as a gun guy, I, any kind of collector, any kind of collector, if a gun comes, if, if a, yeah, whatever it is you collect, guitars, I'm sure uh, Jeff will tell us, if a guitar comes out and puts the company out of business, you buy it. Hmm. Go, 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 Patrick, uh, you was trying to say something. No, no, I want one, just because it's it's considered to be yep. so bad. I would love yeah. to have one. Yeah. Has Gear Report done a video on this or no? I'm guessing. You got a bunch Maybe. of guys. I'm going to say no. I have not. Okay. I know I haven't. We we don't have anyone who really does three D printing stuff yet, which is a shame. We really need to do that. Oh no, this you can not, buy that. Dude. Yeah, this is this was not three D printed. This was an actual gun put out you know, by a company. That's even, that's yeah. even worse than I expected. <laughs> Mounts on your handguard under your uh, yeah under your, oh. yeah yes. yeah. It, this was this came out from USFA. Do you do you, do you? I don't remember that company. I think they went out of business by the time I got into these guns. Okay, I don't know if we could see it. Actually, here, let me do this. I'm going to go to my phone camera, and that way oh. I could get a close-up on it. But, yeah, this was put out by a legit company. The diehard gun guys out there who've been out for a while will tell us um, exactly... Like what else this company it made? Was Maybe a this really is the cool idea that was horribly executed. It just doesn't yeah. work at all. So there we go, the Zip Twenty Two. Um, it has a Picatinny rail, and by the way, you can attach this to a gun. You mm -hmm. can master um, key. You can master key it under a barrel. Can, yes, it, <laughs> ARs, right, Patrick? Yeah, a, I think so. Yeah. ARs, yeah. Yep. Huh. Yep. That this gun was before its time. That's funny. I've 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 seen a couple at the the, uh, the pawn shop down the road for me, and I'm always like, eh. Oh, dude, you buy it. If you ever see it, you should pick one up. Now, now, I know. Now I'm gonna have to buy it. Yeah, yeah. buy it. If if you see now two, buy two. Honestly, I'm I'll, sure I'll Patrick pick one up, be... and then that way, if if, if yeah. I don't want it, Patrick will pick it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen them several <laughs> I would times. Love to have it. I thought they were still. I, I thought they were still in business because I've seen them like quite often. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No, it, it, no, no. Quite literally, put them out of business. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know any other companies that went out of business because uh, of a gun they made? Cobra. Oh yeah. Cobra went out of yeah. business because went out. Well, no, I think they're still around, but they the, oh. they made the street sweep, not the street sweeper, the uh, lady defender and the terminator or something like that. Those old shotguns from oh, the oh, that's a, the eighties, yeah, the boombox or something like that. Yeah, they the one yeah. that, that everyone's yeah. like that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Try to think of that, Betty. Uh, uh, there was that. God, I forget the name of it. And it's uh, oh, it was a Lola really nice says the Hudson. Had... Lola says the Hudson. The Hudson. That was that's it. The Hudson. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were we were at Shot yeah. Show and uh, we we're arranged. Oh, here we go. Patrick was... is up on that yep. one. There was there was more of them broken than there were on the firing line. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny? This I, I shouldn't <laughs> say anything. Knock on wood. This thing has never broken on me. 
Uh, and it shoots. If it does, you're in big trouble. You're going to manufacture your own parts. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to make your own parts. (laughs) But no, I love this thing. It's so much fun to shoot. Yeah. A a bunch of guys sent there. A bunch of guys sent those in for um, repair right when they well, co- the company went out of business. Never came back. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's another company. Uh, what's the name of the... I have the gun. The gun, the Glock that folds. I have one. Oh, the, have one yeah. Um, mm. I don't remember what they were called. Oh, what the hell is the Glock that folds? Um, damn it. I've got, I always carry one with me. I don't have it in, in, right here. Something can steal... Um, damn it! Can't remember. I mean, clearly, it's a Glock. Clearly, their marketing, their marketing department let them down. If you can't remember the name, yeah, full conceal. Is it full conceal? Full, full conceal. That's it. Full conceal. The full conceal. They went the under too, yeah. yeah, they went under. Lola said, "I very rudely cut off Jeff because he was explaining everything about uh, a gear report." Right. So, if it was important, I would have kept talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember where we were. Yeah. Uh, you were explaining, uh, but you were explaining anyhow, the, yeah, the uh, inner workings of Gear Report, what we did. The summary of Gear Report is we, we cover mm-hmm. lots of different things, uh, mm-hmm. mostly outdoor stuff, some mm-hmm. indoor stuff with the guitars. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, what, 65 or so writers, you know, mm-hmm. probably a dozen oh. of which contribute regularly and, and wow. a bunch maybe do something once or twice a year with us and. Mm-hmm. We do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, a uh, big shout out to Edward Brower, the CEO of Voyeur. No, it's not Voyeur. It's Player. Voyeur, wow. Damn it, now he's mad. We are, I think we're going to get cut off. <laughs> we're going to get, shout out to him. He's out there. Asper Warrior says it's a party. If you mount, I guess he's talking about the zip gun. If you mount it to your handguard, ATF says you manufactured an SBR. Is that true? No. I I have no idea. I wonder. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Hmm. Would not put it past the ATF to try to, to, try oh, to yeah. kill your dog. Yeah, your gun. Even yeah. though it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's okay. We Yeah, we probably would have to look into that. Pretty much, pretty much really well, expensive angled foregrip. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's all it's good for. Well, it kind of reminds me. Remember there was that uh, that gun at SHOT Show that was also a bullpup, but it was like a shotgun with a big cylinder. Cry and Precision? Cry Precision. Yeah. Yeah, and that was Never meant to also be attached to an AR, right? Yeah, it's supposed to master key under, under a rifle. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um... Okay, Edward Brower's laughing. He likes the joke, thankfully. I hope I hope that's what that means. <laughs> and he says the bug workaround is select an emoji first, delete it, and type. That's the bug workaround to why oh, I can't comment. Okay, how, how, let me see. So how does that work? Select an emoji. Live delete. Oh, and then type. Oh, oh, look. At, I don't know if you got, if you guys um, can see the chat. Can you guys see the chat? That's what I'm no. looking at. Let's see. So Guess. in the link I send you to, I sent you to share. If no, we don't. It's not in our internal chat. I sent you a link to share with fans so they can watch in your emails. If you yeah. open that separately, so if you can, I don't know, TJ. You might not There's be able to. In there, the yeah. Second line. It says player, and that'll take you to the. Yeah. It says player. I don't know. I'll open it up That's on my other screen. Here. Yeah. I'm not That's only. I'm not used. only a That's player. I'm the. I'm the player president. Okay, no, that doesn't come out good. It's not. See, it's not as good as Biggie. 
It's not a player on the player president now. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Go to the second. Go to the second one. Yeah. So that uh, that you guys should be able to see the chat there. You could even break it out into its own thing. I think depending on how you do it. Uh, oh, there it is. I see it. Yeah. So I got I got a couple I got a couple screens going. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting high tech. Yeah. So. Um, if I ever have any problems with them, I'm done because I have no idea after that. Oh, are you guys on a Mac or a PC? I'm on PC. Yeah, it looks like Jeff said PC. I didn't hear his audio though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. All right, so before we go to the next uh, the next segment here, what, did you guys see anything cool out at the gathering? Uh, what, was, what was your most fun thing at the gathering? Um, I mean, I was excited. I got to actually shoot the um, the MD fifteen light from Maxim. That was because I saw it at Shot Show. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have them up and running here shortly. And, hmm. you know, and they didn't have a range day. So then I actually got to shoot it. And, you know, it shot, it shot well. That trigger's sick. Whatever okay, manufacturer so Ma- they have on Maxim that trigger. Maxim MD-15 Lite? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think I got to fire that. And then there's some little stuff. The MC-9 from Canik. I get to lay hands on that. Actually, actually shoot it. Mm-hmm. But there okay. wasn't a lot. I mean, I didn't see anything like new, oh, groundbreaking. Yeah. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. Caleb was pretty pumped at Sig. Was it the Spears? Is that what he shot there? That he was all excited about? Hey man, oh, is that the new Sig that's uh, uh-huh. got the military contract? Oh, the the ten yeah. millimeter? Yeah. No, no, no. The Spear is it's the, the rifle. Uh, that, the rifle. That, oh, yeah. oh, okay. It's in their new proprietary caliber. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited about it. Say that again, Jeff. I, they were shooting it off the Connex, off the top of it. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of yep. okay. Um, mm-hmm. I was excited to um, – I keep hearing people talk about the pre-armory amp. And um, I was excited to go look at it just to find out that uh, another company bought the rights to that. They didn't even have any there. So I was looking forward to shooting that one. <laughs> it wasn't there. Um, but uh, also, TJ mentioned a Maxim. Maxim Defense has the the PDX SD, which has the uh, the can on the end. Um, I've got a, a Maxim PDX in 300 blackout, and um, they they all they damn near weld that hate break on the end of it. So um, it, they they torque it so that your average person has trouble getting it off on purpose because they don't want users screwing up what they built. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to shoot the PDX SD that has the can on it. I was pretty excited about that. So, oh, okay, cool, cool. We're about to take a quick break here. We'll be back. Maybe we'll find out what's up with Patrick when we get back here. So you guys just sit right there. We'll be right back. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Uh, yeah, so just so we can make make sure we get that out there, we always do it on Free For All Monday. Patrick, what was up with you? What was up at the weekend? Well, hold on. My psychic powers are telling me you changed baby diapers and <laughs> no, fed a baby. A baby was crying. <laughs> uh, 
Marley, we were in South Florida all weekend, so Marley did most of the work. So I didn't do that. Oh, okay. Um, But no, we uh, yeah, we went to go see your dad, and then uh, I, the office that I work out of, should work out of if I were local, is down in South Florida as well. So we went down uh, Thursday night. I went to I drove uh, down to West Palm and actually got to visit my coworkers for the first time, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we stayed the weekend with her dad and got to do a bunch of stuff. It was fun. It was a good were, time. We had a good time. Were your coworkers weird? Were they weird? No, uh, they really, like really nice guys. <laughs> good group of good group of guys to to meet. Because um, you know, you always every now and then you'll you'll meet coworkers and be like, mm, I don't really like that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them. It's, it's a small kind of family <laughs> company. It was good. It was mm-hmm. all of them were really cool. Okay. All right. Shout out. I see Briley Oliver is out there shouting us out too. Uh, shout out to him. No, that's cool. Yeah. You know, um, I'm guessing you, the gear report guys, everyone works from home, right? Unless you guys are out on the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, just, oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) TJ, TJ doesn't work. Is uh, am I missing the, I do. I work uh, the gear. The gear report stuff. I do here. I, I do. <laughs> I do some construction work. Yeah, I do some construction stuff that that pays the bills. Oh, okay. So, okay. All right. Cool. I'm out and about. Yeah. yeah. But no employees because you know it's mm-hmm. Florida. Those guys don't like to work sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, Florida. One. I love Florida so much. By the way, uh, you know, I don't oh, know. Is is Jeff's not in Florida? Right. Nope. No. Sadly, I'm not. Yeah. What's the, where yet. are you? Can you tell us where you're at, Jeff? Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. That's not. That's nah, not. Nah. Yeah. No, but, as good as it was a few years ago, but you know, we're we're still kind of hanging on. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Florida kind of backslid a little bit as from the gunshine state, and then it's yeah. maybe I think because of DeSantis and he's running for office, we're kind of getting some stuff that we lost back. Mm. But in general, I think Florida is a good state. I really love Florida, except I agree with what TJ just said. Sometimes it is really tough to get people to do it. Oh, it's, it's work. that's the problem with living when it, you know, people are like, oh, it's too nice to work today. I'm going to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> fishing, fishing's good today. I'm going to go fishing. You know, it's, it's one of those, yeah. it's like, eh, yeah, I don't need to work today. It's fine. I live in the country and sometimes we have jobs that we need someone with big machinery or whatever to do. And people are like, nah, I don't feel like it. <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> or they're or they're booked like months out and you're like, all right, I got you yeah. on the schedule. And then like, eh, nah, something came up. Yeah. The flip side of that is if you were in New York, people would take it and then it would take forever to get that job done and you would pay an arm and a leg. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Florida, you just deal with it and like, okay, I'll just wait until they feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'll get that thing done. done. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll just do it myself. Um, what I end up doing. Do it yeah. all myself. Yeah. So let's see other stuff. And by the way, I realized that, uh, and I completely forgot about this. Oh, Uh-oh. something is sneaking up. Oh, wait, wait what is sneaking up here? Oh, oh Patrick. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful I had to go old school with you guys. That the is old, uh, so old school that I see flip sites. Let's see the front of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see the, oh, there is, there's no, there's no bayonet log either. That is very old school. It is. Yep. That's, that's, uh, that's from nice. right over where I'm at. So just say yep. what we're looking at here. So for the people listening on audio. Yep. 
Well, you know, uh, we can call it M1 carbine or M1 carbine. I honestly oh, don't have an opinion on which is the right way to say it. But <laughs> this is, Are we uh, going to have to look this up now? <laughs> no, this is, a, this is an old one. What language is it from? <laughs> what language is the yeah. word car? I don't know how people say it either. I say I say ah, carbine. I say carbine. Yeah. I say carbine. Yeah. 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 I yeah. say it, and then someone gets an attitude with me every now and then. I'm like carbine. I'm like yeah, whatever. So I give the disclaimer. Call it whatever you want. But yeah. anyhow, yeah. I love this little rifle. I mm. wish that I had a paratrooper. This has got the wood stock on the back. The mm -hmm. paratroopers got the wire stock that folds and mm -hmm. i got a couple of these now and i no longer have the paratrooper and that hurts me okay. every time i i look in the gun room and i'm like oh there's that empty spot where the paratrooper was <laughs> why did i let that go mm -hmm. did you sell it you needed the money or you traded it for something you thought was better how did that someone i had i think i posted an article about it or something and someone just hit me up with uh with an offer and i they caught me at a weak moment really it's not like mm. i was dying for the money but the numbers, it was the numbers high, high enough where i was like yeah okay and then as soon as it shipped i was like oh, what have i done yeah oh that was that was a hard day yeah yeah yep that's how it goes sometimes Although I'm like this, if I do a video on something and people are like, oh my god, I, I, I was always been looking for one of those, I'll buy it from you, then I'm definitely, oh, I'm never selling this gun. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> never yep. getting high, sold. High demand, I'm keeping it. Yeah. Um, I know that um, I know that the uh, NRA show happened. Yeah, also, that was this week. Yeah, that was this week. Are, are you... Was anyone from Gear Report out there? Are you guys covering it? No, we, we had know. a number of people there. Mm -hmm. we, we've got a really big, yeah. expansive mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. um, no one who only does Gear Report was there. We work with a lot of other uh, people who have YouTube channels, but maybe they don't do long-form written stuff, so mm -hmm. they'll publish their written stuff on Gear Report and then the videos on their channels, typically. So we had a number of people there who are part of the Gear Report family, but... I had some family stuff come up. I wasn't able to make it, and uh, TJ wasn't either. So, I know. We, which I'll be honest with you, I, last time I did NRA was 2016, and uh, shortly after that, the NRA made more of their bonehead decisions on how they wanted to move mm -hmm. forward with yeah. their, you know, lack of concern about protecting the Second Amendment. And mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I don't know that I really want to be associated with them. So. I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. I, I didn't realize it was happening until I started seeing stuff <laughs> pop up on IG. And I was, because I don't think we've, man, I don't know when's the last time I went. I'm trying yeah. to think. I think I stopped going in like 2018 or 2019, something like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Now, um, as, a, as a creator, that's been a better show. That, I mean, I only yeah. went one time back in 16, and it was mm -hmm. better than Shot Show for me as far as mm -hmm. making deals, working out. You know how we're going to work together with brands it, brands are too crazy at shot show by the time nra gets here they seem to have their marketing stuff fleshed out a little better and mm -hmm. uh, and we had better luck then but uh, family-wise it didn't work out this year and uh and that happens every year it's like it, if i really wanted to be there i'd have figured out how to be there yeah. but i, I didn't care at all, you know yeah go go for it tj mm-hmm I just said those darn kids, the little 
Mm. It'll ruin your plans all the time. Yeah. I agree with what uh, Jeff was saying, though. I just don't go to it anymore. Yep. Shot Show, I'm not a fan of. Um, just It's real crazy expensive to get out mm. to Vegas. And um, yeah, you know. And then I wind up always going to Vegas at the end of November, and that cures me of any desire. So I go to Vegas. The last time I was in Vegas was last year. I went for a SEMA show, and I literally was there one day, and I left. And I was glad I went. Um, because Lola and I were doing some stuff with the people from Sea Sucker, which is a company that makes these vacuum suction mounts that I think are awesome. You guys should look into them on Gear Report. Hmm. Um, they they make it for they're in the marine world, and then they started making stuff for bicycles. So when you see uh, a lot of electric cars with glass roofs have the, their stuff because you don't have to drill holes or anything like that to mount Sea Sucker stuff. And hey, then hey. I met them last year at SEMA show. Uh, um, they were in the overlanding section, which I know you guys do that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're making a lot of, you can actually suction mount gear to your Jeep and all that. I'll, I'll try to find pictures here that I could show you guys, but some of it is under an embargo for what I did. Okay. But yeah. I, I was out with them this weekend and I realized, oh shit, the NRA is going on. Then I was like, ah, oh, who cares? I don't know. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, we, we were yeah. like, I mean, I was like, I was, I was planning because my plane ticket was so cheap. And I was like, and then I got food and booze. It was in Indiana this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Go, yeah. Patrick. No, that's that. The traveling gets real expensive real quick, especially yeah. like yeah. for us. We're getting young and, and <laughs> it's hard for me to, to scrounge up money to travel. And I'm like, yeah, we could do something together instead. Yeah, my, my kids, my kids are older, but it's just still, it's, you know, I started thinking about the, mm-hmm. you know, the meals and then all the booze I'm going to drink. And I'm like, man, it's going to be pricey. I can just <laughs> yeah, stay here at work and, and feel better yeah jeff's like very pricey very pricey <laughs> you know but i think i think like you said like jeff said though the better show is nra for me it was a better show because you get to meet the actual folks out there like people who watch and listen to this podcast you get to meet them and hang out with them but i hate the fact that i'm giving any kind of uh props to nra i just don't the nra just not my the organization not the people in it but the organization i just don't like them i don't think they're good for the second uh second amendment community to be honest with you i think they're more about themselves than anything no someone was telling me a few days ago because i I was just saying that and i I agree with you generally and and i wish i could remember who it was just within the last week i was i was saying yeah not too enthused about the nra show because of the nra's history of capitulation and even supporting gun control makers and they said well I get that, but you realize that they're funding half of the FPC's suit against uh, pistol brace, the pistol brace rule right now. And I was like, wait a second, they're what? So I don't know. Maybe all of us very vocally calling them out the past couple of years is starting to have an impact. I don't know. I hate that to throw the true. whole organization out and yeah. and say that they're all trash because they've got some uh, – They've had some leadership that has taken strategic approaches that I think helped our opposition more than they helped us. But that doesn't mean that there aren't still people there trying to do good things. Mm. Uh, so, you know, of I course, I think there is that. And we need a bunch of different organizations. Yes. And there are different organizations out there. And it doesn't mean because I don't support them. I don't, you know, for example, I heavily support gun owners of america uh goa right. 
And, um, you know, but I, I think that everyone has a right out there to support whoever they want to. For me, I also don't like the mismanagement part of the money that the NRA was getting and what they did with right, it. Yeah. So I just have an issue with that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because I, I think they were just really about themselves. They should have moved out of New York a long time ago. You know, they they overstayed their welcome in New York probably by about a hundred years. <laughs> um, you know, and and I don't want to say that the NRA never did anything good or anything like that because that's not true. Of course, they've done a lot of good things. So, yeah, it's just weird to be in that position because I feel how do you go to the show and then not support the NRA? Which I know there's people who went to the show that aren't happy with what the NRA is doing. But if you're there, then, you know, it's just like one of those things. So, yeah, um, I mean, you could make an argument that if you want to have a voice and you want to help change things, you kind of have to show up. I, I get that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not that I won't go. It's that it just happens to hit at a time of year that doesn't work for my personal schedule. And if I really wanted to be there, I could have figured out how to be there. But mm -hmm. given, given how I feel about the NRA in general, mm -hmm. It wasn't worth the effort to try to get there. Yeah, yeah. But so any anyone here, uh, Patrick, TJ, uh, Jeff, anyone here of any new guns that got announced there? I know one. I don't I'm know anybody actually up. announces it. Um, the one from, the one from uh, EAA. Was it EAA? Oh, they had something new? What did that EAA one where that barrel have? flips up. Did you see that? No. Yeah, um, hold on. Um, yeah, I heard. I heard. Someone they're right, they're right here. In, they're right here in Coco. So yeah. Hold I on. thought I heard that wasn't actually as new as like they they said it was going to be I, an announcement, but they'd actually announced it before. So I don't know. That's the first. That's the first time. I mean, I saw it. What, do you I know what I it's it called? Instagram. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Ghost just put a, a little video out on it just a little while mm. ago. Okay, I would have to look for that. The one that is on my... coming. Oh, what is oh, it? Oh, weird. Okay, so it's uh, sorry. It's EA uh, Core. What is it? Jeff won't like it because it's three eighty. It's three eighty. That's oh. the weirdest thing. Oh. It's a flip up three eighty. It's I like know, a, Jeff, it's, like, already... it's not a tech, uh, tilt up barrel three eighty tilt, tilt up, up barrel. barrel. Yeah, it's like a it's like oh, a Beretta instead, instead of rack instead of racking the slide, the bar, you, Oh, yeah, right, that is interesting. Yeah, the, so Beretta's been doing that for a little shot? while. I've just never won that large. They're normally a little bit smaller than that. They're considerably smaller. Than what that. does this mean? No slide mean? racking required. So it's you. It's, it's a double action trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a double action trigger. So what you do is you click the little button which pops the barrel up. You put your first round directly into the chamber. Click the barrel back down, and then when you pull the double action trigger, it will. Strike the first round, and then it's semi-automatic. Go for all the other rounds on on single action. Yeah, mm. and there's a spot. There's a spot under the mag that will hold your first round. So you could just when if you oh. have your mag, you can just shove that in and then put the mag in. That's cool. Um, and one, it, it, and one of the options. That's interesting. So that was it's interesting. It was interesting. It's interesting. Um, <clears throat> it has a case maybe in places mm -hmm. to me, to me, I know, I think you were saying that it's for people who have problems racking slides, um, mm -hmm. or maybe I mean, for some place that's a, one of those super bang gunning places or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that, but that, I don't know. Every gun, I'm not going to be the guy to go, oh, this is a horrible gun. I think the only gun that I really don't like is that, that, um, smart gun. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's horrible yep. guns out there. We I would still buy them. But you know what? I probably would buy a smart gun. Now, now we talk about it because I've had guys come on the show and those original old school smart guns they bought just because it's a gun and they want to show like how stupid of an idea this is. You know, because um, those original smart guns, remember, you had to have a bracelet or something watch. on. Yeah, that's a weird watch yeah. thing. In order for the to... <laughs> and they didn't work most of the time. All right, I wouldn't say most right, of the time, right. but but they are a stupid idea. Yeah, yeah. So this, I don't know. I can't put this in the category of like. Mm, it's in a weird. It's in the mutant league of categories. Right, right, exactly. It's de- it's definitely different, but you know, there's uh, you know, people are just trying to figure out different ways to solve problems. I mean, yeah. it's you know, you don't. They said it's really easy for like a you know a, a lady or somebody who has you know arthritic mm-hmm. issues, where they can just that, click done. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, yeah. So Beretta's been doing it with the Bobcat and the Tomcat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's not a new idea, but it's it's cool to see it in 380, and it's in a larger grip because the Tomcat and the Bobcat yeah. are tiny little guns so it's it's cool yeah, it's, I, I don't hate it i don't hate it yeah i like to i like to like lay hands on it and see what happens jeff is it. very quiet then i can make a decision <laughs> jeff hates I, it because yeah, he's struggling anything 380 he's <laughs> i'm struggling because patrick seems like a genuinely nice guy but he just said he likes it because it's in 380 and i'm like what <laughs> no, 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 no. i didn't say i like it in really? 380 i said i like the con- the concept uh, personally, I like the 32 better. I think the little little Tomcat in 32 is is more up my alley, uh, especially with the su- suppressor. You get a Tomcat with the flip up barrel and a threaded threaded barrel on the end. I'm I'm on board with that. Suppress well, 32 is where it's at. Yeah, Asper Warrior says the tip up is a fantastic option for someone with hand strength issues or for mm-hmm. pocketing and underground poker games when you time travel to 1971. <laughs> and he okay. says, I wish it was threaded. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, 380 technology has gotten better. Come on now, Jeff. No. Um, <laughs> so I won't be doing the review. 380 will always be It'll never be the Lord's caliber, which is nine millimeter, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, God but... bless you. Amen, my son. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. That is someone will say yeah, not ten millimeter, maybe five seven. Well, the Lord saith that if five seven cometh, it be the Messiah. Right, you, you got to give ten millimeter love. Yeah, five seven. Um, so I like five seven as well, though. But yeah, five seven is awesome. Patrick, come on, speak up for five yeah, seven. Five seven. I I enjoy a five seven. I do enjoy a five seven. I Boom, think there you go. the I, I, I I hate to say it. I'm not an originalist. I think some of the newer five sevens have a better feel. I got small hands, and the FN has a pretty pretty big beefy grip. Yeah. I think the newer five sevens coming out feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, five seven is awesome. And please, people make more guns for it and more yeah. ammo, please. Exactly. Make everybody. Make a yeah. five seven. Yeah. 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 But but the nine millimeter is the Lord's caliber. I do agree with Jeff on that. Can any, anyone want to argue that? Before we got no, five I, seconds. 
Uh, we we go to our show and everybody argue it. Yes. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Okay, do, should we give voice to the voiceless? Should we let the people who are chiming in now about calibers? Yeah, I saw I saw a bunch of them in there. I was like, yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> we, we, did, we get some of those. I haven't seen any <laughs> of the forty cal people yet. But I'm excited uh-huh. about that. Yeah, I don't that? understand how they're typing the comments, though. I mean, don't they have both hands on the on their walker? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm seeing the 45 AARP comments out there. Excuse me, is what they said, but you know yeah. what I mean. Right. <laughs> Nitrain says 9 millimeter kills the body, but 45 ACP kills the soul. Kills the soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh Aspen Warrior says 45 ACP is the Lord's caliber, 9 millimeter is the reformist caliber because they aren't worthy of 45 ACP. Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, and 42 Chills says uh, 45, don't go to war if the number does not start with a 4. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So that's, I'm sure everyone else could put whatever they want in there. Um, good on you. Now, speaking of calibers, here is something that recently got announced. I'm not sure if Henry was at the NRA show. I know they usually do the NRA show, but they're one of my favorite firearms companies. And they've got a revolver. Did you guys see this? Henry reveals first revolvers, 360 Buckhammer rifles, and more. What? Did you guys see this? I this. saw something about it. I haven't looked in detail. I've never been a big revolver guy, but that uh, mm-hmm. is that top picture. Is that a uh, like a rifle with a revolver cylinder in it? Is that what I'm seeing? No, I don't think it's so. Uh, it's no. just the handgun revolver, right? Yeah, they put out before, a, too. Yeah, they put out quite a few. I think it's just a handgun revolver. They put out a few different guns that we see here. I did not get to see them. I don't know what the hell 360 Buckhammer is right now. It looks like that. something that, that someone who likes 45 AARP would yeah. like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Didn't we, uh, I, I, think it, I think it shot me and Jeff stopped by the booth and there was that was the one where nobody was there. Where? Wasn't it? Right. At Henry. We, we went by the Henry booth and like there wasn't a person there. We're just like. Henry had a booth right, at yeah. Shaw Show? It, it was yeah. downstairs in the basement and we sat there for like my, who was it? I was tired or something. I was like, dude, there's no way here, but there's chairs. We're going to sit for a few minutes. So we sat, okay. got the phones out, caught up on emails. It's like, yeah. thank you, Henry. There must have been a discount at Shot Show because I know there were people dropping out. Typically, Henry doesn't mm-hmm. do Shot Show. They typically do NRA show. I feel they're a good company. They make really good um, guns, in my opinion. Yeah, I've not messed with these revolvers. We do have a couple of Henry guns here that they sent to us where we've got videos uh, coming out with. Um, 
But I think that thing of like a shot show that companies weren't showing up and stuff like that was very prevalent. Because didn't um, didn't Brownells just do like a lounge instead of having a booth this year? Yeah. No. Yeah, we that had really? we had we had them on, and that's what they that's what they yeah. just. They had employees from Brownells out at Shot Show, but they were walking around, and instead of having a booth, which you know Brownells has a big booth typically, oh, yeah. So instead of having a booth, they sponsored the lounge or so, or huh. something like that. Yeah, we should have gone and hung out at the lounge. I honestly never even attempt to go to Brownells because we talk to Roy whenever we need something mm-hmm. throughout the year. We see him at events mm-hmm. all the time. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, if he ever leaves mm-hmm. Brownells, I'm not going to know anyone there. I should probably make more of an effort. <laughs> Build some connections yeah. within that company, but, uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Roy's right. awesome, man. I love Roy. Roy's my dude. You know, um, but yeah, Roy was there at Shot Show, and we actually had because I don't, I, I don't go to Shot Show. But the reason why I'm not at Shot Show because every year now Shot Show happens the same time as the Tampa RV Show, which is yeah. one of the biggest um, in the country, and it's close to me. So when I weigh those two things out, I go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go to the RV show and actually make some money or go to a shot show and spend money. <laughs> that I can drive to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So yeah. It's been um, a while since you've been there, I guess. I think the first yeah. time that we talked was at SHOT Show in 16 or 17, probably. So. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I but we, we have someone there. We, or, so Walter's usually there and then what um, – what uh, we have, Flying Rich. So Walter and Flying Rich yeah. were running around Shot Show, looking at booths and stuff yeah. like that, while they were live. And then Patrick and I were commenting mm-hmm. on what they were up to and what we saw. And they did run into Roy, and he confirmed that yeah, uh, Brownells didn't have a thing there. So, um, mm. so I'm trying to see now. I don't know if they did NRA show. I'm assuming they did. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, let me see. Speaking of Brownells, this is from Asper Warrior. They announced a 9mm blowback upper for AR-15 lowers today. That looks almost exactly like the Montego 9 for Matador Arms. Like, brand, just like a little shorty. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, I saw that. Like, look at the, their BR brand or something. It's, I mean, it's super short AR. Okay, let me see <laughs> if I can find that on their website. Mark, can you close the door? But so you guys, but you guys haven't seen anything like that yet. You haven't seen that in person yet, right? Not in person. Just, just an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find Which it. Which sometimes they come in emails, and then you still never see them in person. Right. What was it called? <laughs> the um, was, was that a shot at Palmetto? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did you guys see from Palmetto State Armory? Or do you, because, I mean, you guys probably have a good relationship with them also. So I have somewhat a good relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I actually mentioned it earlier, uh, although I didn't tie it to them. The, the amp from Live Free Armory is going to be rebranded as a Palmetto pistol soon. Oh. And that's pretty exciting. Um, okay. And honestly, Palmetto... Uh, I, I love them. I love the people there. They are great people at Palmetto State Armory. Every single person I've met there, we've spent a lot of time with them over the years. Oh, yeah. um, 
but it does get a little frustrating when they talk about, you know, hey, the MP5 and all the other different, you know, some of them eventually become real, some of them don't. So Mm -hmm. I think that it's a neat new approach that they're taking, getting a functional, working, well-respected firearms platform and bringing it in so they can tweak it, make it their own and come out with a new model. So that's a neat idea. I'm kind of wondering, based on the, the comments we're seeing about the Matador Arms, if Brownells might have done something like that. And I know nothing about it, but mm-hmm. knowing that I, I tend to look at Palmetto and Brownells kind of similarly in that they started as retail and then they started bringing their own models to market mm-hmm. and seem to be building momentum with that. Uh, I haven't seen the issues on the Brownells side that I've seen with some of Palmetto where they 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 bring it to market and then it has problems and they have to fix it and bring a new model out and you know but uh, but I wonder if that's not uh, a new strategy that some of these brands are taking of bringing in a, a proven design instead of growing one from scratch. Hmm. I think the reason for that and any you know anyone who wants to chime in you know but I think the reason for that is that. Brownells and PSA are completely different companies, even though they look on the surface uh, to be similar. So Brownells is almost like the Sears catalog of the gun world, and they've been around for a long time, and you're right, they were only uh, retail. And at this point, in my opinion, they're still really only retail. They do have guns that are branded with Brownells on it, but they're not manufacturing anything. Right. I think the difference with uh, PSA, which is a relatively newer company and was in retail, they PSA is actually one of the largest firearms manufacturers sure. in America that most yeah. people don't realize. Um, and I think they're actually making stuff. And I think oh, that's absolutely. the difference. Yeah, so yeah, that's why... Is like Amazon. Yeah, and they're not really making anything, and so therefore a lot of, and I'm not knocking them at, at all on this, but whatever they're putting out there is made by another company, and then they set, they agree on those, because people always complain to me, well, why is their stuff so expensive? Well, because it, they're, it's made by another company that they agree to that price, they buy it from that price, brand it, and then sell it to you. It'll make but a little I think, something. Yeah, but I think what Jeff is, the point Jeff is making here is probably a little better vetted before it gets out there. Whereas PSA, um, some things they put out and they just take off and they're great, but they're actually making those things. So, But as a manufacturer, they can pivot very quickly and address the problems with those things. Where in the long run, what we see with Brownells, unfortunately, is that the stuff is expensive and never really gets cheaper and then eventually is not available. Whereas yeah. PSA, they actually own those systems. They can develop them. Yep. I mean, look at the dagger that I was showing off here now. This yeah. is this this thing is getting more popular than a Glock. Yeah. These days, and I've seen people that I never thought I would see rocking these things out there, rocking them. And so they are, you know. And I think initially there were some problems, like you said, Jeff. But they very quickly yeah. addressed those, fixed it, and they're expanding this like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. You know, from this platform. But I think it's because they're actually a manufacturer of things, um, and they spend uh, more money manufacturing things than a lot of companies even earn. Oh, sure. In the yeah. industry, yeah. yeah. And, and I and I want to reinforce that I'm not beating up 
Palmetto. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's the manufacturing cycle is you can engineer and test and re-engineer and test. Mm-hmm. You go through all those cycles and until you get it out there in a wider audience's hands where they're mm-hmm. doing things that, that the manufacturer didn't even think of. Or, right. You know, you don't realize where some of your potential yeah. failure points are. So, yeah, um, it, it is what it is. And uh, but it does make it a little tough. Like for as gear reviewers, I, mm-hmm. I honestly it, it, it's an uncomfortable conversation with brands sometimes mm-hmm. when they come out with new stuff and everyone's clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. I don't even talk to them. Like, what, mm-hmm. why would I worry with that? I know mm-hmm. it's an early sample. If it mm-hmm. has any issues, we're going to have to explain it away as, well, it's new and they're going to fix it and whatever. And it's going to be a lot of back and forth. And it's not and worth if the it's, it's usually a while till they actually get some in stock anyways. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I don't think that's a bad – I think that's a good conversation to have. I 100% agree with you on that. I think any company that puts out something – um, when it first goes out there, there's always going to be problems, whether you're talking about tech or things that are mechanical, machines, and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that I think uh, across the uh, firearms industry, they're kind of guilty of this. They don't actually test things enough before they put them out there. No. <laughs> no, they definitely don't. <laughs> they don't. And there's a big network of people who will help you test stuff, right? Yeah. No, I'm not talking for about... The, for the simple cost of just send me the gun, I'll shoot the hell out of it. Right. Well, yeah. I'll even pay for my own ammo. You don't have to send yeah. me ammo. Yeah, but there's different places. But guess what? There's different I'll places, different ammo. It doesn't matter. Yeah, of course. I think they should do that. I think companies should do this more. Places like Gear, like Gear Report, you know, other guys doing what I'm doing, what Patrick's doing, what the other content creators out there in the, in the firearms industry. Pick your favorite ones. Get in touch with them and say, look, we're going to financially help you do this. You've got an NDA. You're not doing this to, re- to like make videos. You can shoot videos and send us stuff. We want to see it. And help you're, us test these guns before we put them out. I mean, how difficult is that? All of us yeah. are if – you're, if you're in this if – you're, if you're making content or writing or anything like that, you're obviously opinionated enough uh, that you're willing to share your, your thoughts – about whatever you have in hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to rant about it, but, you know, I think they should take advantage of this more. Um, there's, there's, it's a huge resource yeah. that's out there that's available to the firearms industry if they would just consider this. <laughs> just consider it. Yep. <laughs> you know, you don't mind me do on this it. over here uh, buffing, yeah. buffing my dong. What? I'm just uh, I'm just over here buffing buffing my dong. Oh, <laughs> trying to put some more finish on it. And oh uh, man, uh, you gotta, those are the uh, both of us were doing the same thing there. Oh, <laughs> you got to you got to That's how we started. That's how we started off the show laughing. right there. Right. <laughs> I told you, dong report. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. You better you better get that um URL right now. I've already, I've already got the logo figured out for oh, it, Jeff. Oh, boy. Okay, well, here that we go. That looks old school. It, yeah. oh. it does. I like old school stuff. Are you figuring that out? Now, now here's yeah. the question. Keep keep going. Oh, there's just an upper. No, I can't. I can't. So here, it's only the top. It's This is an actual M16A1, but the lower is in the safe at Quarter Horse Arms because it's a post sample. Oh, oh I don't bring it home very often. Oh, um, Nice. But anyhow, yeah. How was yeah, that for cool. a way to get us off that uh, weird nice, topic? Nice post. Oh. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, but, was, that mean, making, this... was that making you? Was that making you uncomfortable, Jeff? Now we're going to stay on that. Oh, you should never tell me. <laughs> a little bit. No, but, no, I, but I, I, I want to show some things we've, here. We've, we've thrown Jeff down some rabbit holes before. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, which yeah. one was he talking about? Was it when we were talking about Dong Report, or is it when we were talking about the industry needs to test? Stuff I don't even more? know anymore. <laughs> when you when you did, yeah. no, he about he's he's still upset about taking one for the team. He's going to take. Oh. Several for the team. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I want, what I want to show here, you know how much money people spend on getting Cerakote and other kind of coats with a battle-worn finish? This mm-hmm. is what a real battle-worn finish looks like. This wow. was uh, reportedly a battlefield pickup from a combat zone in Asia that found really? its way to a stockpile in Africa and then eventually back to the U.S. Um, hmm. And I got it as a kit and put it back together. And they were not allowed to bring the receiver. Everything but the lower receiver uh, was able to come back to the U.S. And uh, I'm actually waiting on a new Ghost Gunner 3 to show up so that I can make the new receiver for that. The one, we, we, we did a, a test receiver and it didn't work out well. So I think we're going to have to. I don't know what the process is when you when you screw something up when you make it and you have to like file with the ATF to say okay this post sample is being destroyed Destroy. we have to make a new yeah yeah I think you just I don't destroy know what it right as long as you destroy it whatever that you have to you have to go through that process and destroy the the one that we started with because uh, one of the the disconnector pins is a little the hole's a little loose so we're gonna have to do a new one to make mm. that correct. Okay. And then, uh, and then maybe I'll bring it to some events where we're outside shooting. We can play with it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Dude, I'm not above putting a little JB weld in there and get the pin where it needs to be, and everything looks good. But you know, (laughs) everyone tells me that'd be a bad idea. So I'm gonna trust everyone. If it works, there's no bad ideas. There is a company that drills. Uh, drills the pinholes out on pre-sample. Well, they'll do it for a post sample if you really wanted to, but uh, there's a company that'll drill out the pinholes on pre-samples and redo them with a metal, uh, with a steel bushing. Uh, because after how many thousands of rounds, you're going to start egging those mm-hmm. pinholes out. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. And your $30,000 investment, you'd be real pissed off if that egg stopped <laughs> your camera from following. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. By the way, I did find a picture of the Brownells, uh, what a, yep. blah, 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 the, the Montogo. Montgo. What is this? Mont- Montgo. Where the hell did that name come from for crying out loud? That looks interesting. Montgo. It looks weird to sting. Mm. Huh. Okay. And that, little, that's pretty little, much the same name. That, uh, that's pretty what much I, the same name you mentioned in the comments. Yeah. What? From, What's uh, it from Matador Arms. Oh, okay, from Manticore. Okay, hmm. interesting. So it's just a, it's just some odd blow, straight blowback nine millimeter. It looks upper, like. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what it looks like, okay. TJ? Do you remember? Wasn't it the first day on the show floor? At early, the first day on the show floor at Shot Show, we went by that import company that had a bunch of, uh, what they call it, like an MDC or something. That it looked yeah. very much like that up on the wall. They were looking for someone to import that. it. I don't think they could have moved that quickly on that because they were at the very beginning of the import process. Right. But, but it looked that, that reminds me very much of what we saw from that company. Big boxy upper. Hmm. Yep. Okay. I didn't see, I don't know if there's anything else that's come out lately. Um, 
And I don't know. You know, actually, so at the gathering, I'm trying to think if I shot anything. I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't think I shot anything. I, huh? I wanted to shoot the micro dagger, but oh, okay. it wasn't there. Oh, it wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a, you know, yeah, I didn't shoot anything. Um, I did try, I did try out just a trigger. I didn't shoot it, but I did go try that Glock. Oh God. Mar- Mark Omar. Is that what it is looks it? like? Oh, sorry. We got a minute left. It looks like Mark Omar is bringing out a set me L in 300 blackout. I mean, if you have to have an old set me, I guess you could put it in 300 blackout. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, uh, what's up? High Point's bringing out a 30 Super Carry High Point card. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that. Another odd. Yeah. I don't think I shot, <laughs> I don't think I shot the High Point 10 millimeter yet. I really want to get my hands on Hank, one of those. Oh, I'll that's tell you all about it. Yeah, we've uh, we've cool. got one here, shot it. Very heavy gun, but it, should, yeah. it works great. It works great. And it's heavy for oh, we, we held it at Shot Show. We were over there, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this is a club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it's heavy. <laughs> it's definitely a, a blunt instrument. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back here. You guys let us know what else you want us to talk about. We'll talk more guns. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Okay, so we, you know what? We should probably pull up gearreport.com and take a look at that since we do have the guys from oh, that would be awesome. on the <laughs> show. Like, wow. And by the oh, way, I do. yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. That um, website's amazing, actually. Oh, really? Have you heard that? Have you? <laughs> let's take a, let's take a look at it. Right after I said it. Uh okay, come on. Watch it probably won't load up. Jeff, yeah, here we go. It's loading. Oh. Boom, there you go. There you go. It's loading. It's loading. There we go. Um, Look at that. So there you go. This is this is obviously the mobile version and there it goes. Modern yeah. guitar wireless. Oh, so the guitar stuff. Got some guitar stuff in there. I, yeah. We got everything. It's all well, we're mainly guns and guitars yeah. at the moment, but I mean, if you scroll far enough, you'll see, oh, Gear Report Swimming. That's one I didn't mention. And you were talking about the Sea uh, Sucker. The, uh-huh. the channel that I have created but haven't launched yet is Gear mm-hmm. Report Sailing. Oh, Gear Report Sailing. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's go back real quick right there. What, 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 hold, wait, wait. Go wait, back is that, is that the is that That's not y'all's Humvee. That, because I was oh, it is. The web yep. video. Yeah, is that your, your guys' Humvee that you built? Yep. Uh, yeah, built. You guys well, built this. Well, I, I got sideways. it. From, I bought it from surplus auction. Um, and one of the articles mm-hmm. on that page should be that page, or maybe the next one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. It is for sale right now. So if anyone would like to buy it, go to Gear uh, Report, find that article. You will see all the information you need on so how to how to go. make you yourself poor no by buying it. How much do you want for it? All the monies. Oh, you guys is, have uh, you guys pimped it out. It has. It looks like it has the oh, yeah. the the turret, top it's got turret. Holy it, it does. It does. That that truck is listed for seventy five thousand dollars right now, okay. and it's actually 
I, I had people tell me if I listed it for less than 85, I was insane. But, you know, mm. I know what I have in it. I'm still making a it's, little bit at 75, but it's, uh, it's cool. still giving someone a good deal. Because it's the latest model. It's got, you know, the turret in the top, a swing arm in the, the passenger turret, front. I imagine door. getting, got, yeah, getting a turret. AC. Yeah. AC? Getting it in that condition, like AC. with that outfitting, yeah. has to be difficult or expensive or both. Mm-hmm. Both. <laughs> both. That's both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of the parts like the turret, you know, not many of them make it out of the military. And you got to oh. know the right people and have deep pockets and... um you have to be willing to just say, it's okay, honey. The kids don't really yeah. need to go to college. That's fun. <laughs> and, you know, that's what really cool it's going to be. Crummy don't need, need to go to no college. Yep. Yeah. The, um, that turret, <laughs> so, out of curiosity, I've never gotten to, to sit in one of those. How does that turret move? Is it motorized or do you have to like crank it? Uh, that is a crank turret. So the the first, okay. this is my third Humvee. The the first one had a soft top. The second one uh, had a different type of turret that it uh, you would unlock it and then grab mm-hmm. onto something and twist and just, it. Yes, okay. it was purely okay. you know grab it and spin it around. Um, this one that I have quick. now, I had an option to do the battery powered, um, and honestly, for what it would have cost, it wouldn't have been much more to do that. But it's an extra layer of complexity. You got to have the batteries and all the controllers and everything. I actually like the simplicity of just having the little crank. Mm-hmm. So that that works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, there's something in that turret in the picture. Does anything come with it, or is it just the turret? Uh, what's in it comes with it. I don't know. There's uh, some some it looks uh, like some sort of full uh, auto in uh, that turret. Probably not. So, <laughs> Probably in that picture, that's the display gun for car shows. Uh, we were sponsors of, of the Cars and Coffee, the biggest one in North Carolina uh, mm-hmm. last year, and I took it most of the time. And I've got a little Airsoft 249 that sits up there. But if okay. you go to okay. our socials, you yeah, will find, you'll mm-hmm. find videos. Um, I've done two or three times so far, and actually we're coming year. up on it should happen again. Is this on uh, uh, your I mean, Instagram? Hold on, let me see. Instagram and uh, there may be some on Facebook, but but you'll find some videos from the U.S. Army Robin Sage. It's the final exam, so to speak, for the Army Rangers, and uh, they have called me in a couple times um, to drive for them. They don't have for for the cadre for Robin Sage does not have. Yeah, you have to scroll ways to find that okay. stuff. But uh, but okay. it, should you happen to find it from from a few months ago, you will find videos of uh, Army Ranger candidates sitting in my turret with a 240 mounted shooting. You know, and, and I get to drive around for them. You know, this is this is kind of a funny one, um, where I'm talking about living in suburbia. And, and I'm um, guessing Prius. that's your Prius. Don't let's hold yeah. on to yeah. that thought when we come back. We're going to talk about that Prius. Oh. Yeah, we should. Everyone should talk about Prii. They're amazing. <laughs> they should um, sponsor Gear Report. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Toyota. Toyota sponsors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but literally, I take that. It looks and good though. This looks. I'll good. load up a. So me and a friend, we will have mm-hmm. two Humvees that are civilian owned and decked out and we show up and they split a squad between the two of us and they basically tell them we're role playing. We're, we're kind of, my, my family says that I go LARP with the army 
And it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much true mm-hmm. because they assigned me oh, as the driver and they, they hand uh, like the last last couple of times I went, my buddy Lars went and they say to the to the squad, um, here are your two drivers. They've got vehicles outside for you. And then we run them through a series of assaults around town. Um, oh, that's oh, there we are. Shot show. That's fun. Um, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's yeah. it is cool because they're they're firing blanks. We're actually driving around mm-hmm. a small town in North Carolina when when we do this, mm-hmm. and we'll roll right through town a convoy with you know the guys with the with their um, M4s or whatever it is they're carrying, hanging sitting on the back fenders, hanging off. Like I want to yell at them, like, dude, if you fall off, I am the one who's going to get in trouble for this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go into dad they will mode, because like, get your feet they back inside. Test. You know, but. But yeah. we're rolling down the highway, and they're just hanging off the back of the truck. And it's we'll roll bad. into wherever they're assaulting, and they, yeah. they start ripping with the 240 from the top. And Battlefield then, uh, Vegas oh, yeah, right yeah. here. We it's go to Battlefield Vegas after shot every year. And, Do you guys uh, Have you guys ever paid to crush a car? Like in that thing, we just saw a car being crushed. No, you guys no we were, we were there, though, several times. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. It's too bad Walter's not here. Walter's still coming back from his train ride around America. Um, but he's a military vehicle guy here in Florida and in the military vehicle groups, you guys will get along pretty, pretty well. Um, so yeah, if any, so if people are interested in buying your Humvee, how do they do that? (laughs) Send me an email, go, go to the gearreport.com, gear-report.com. You'll find under the, the military vehicle section, or even on that, that front page, the article where the Humvee's for sale. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd tell you what the email address is I put in there, but I don't remember. So okay. um, it's probably like Humvee or Battle Wagon 3 yeah. or something. Oh, do you I don't want me to know. go back to that article? Let me see if I can go back. Uh, uh, you could if you like. Um, whatever that email address is, send me an email. Uh, and we'll work yeah, there's a, of, it, there's a lot of uh, – yeah, there's a lot here. I'm trying to see where – let me go there, back there to that article for a second. And yeah, I'm you've a got the good, the bad – yeah, very detailed reports on it in here. Oh, there's the turret, Patrick, you were asking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jeff kind of does a good job um, on stuff like that. I mean, he's, yeah. you know. Yeah, incredibly <laughs> detailed uh, pictures and That's everything. That's the sunroof. Oh, I yeah. went too far back there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, um, so it, somewhere in here there is an I, email. I thought I had at the very top uh, something with the email address, but okay. Let me see. Let's go all the way back up to the top. If I didn't, then I need to edit and put it in there because it's oh, here you go. Inqu- right. Inquiries info Inquiries. at gearreport.com. Yeah, info. Okay, info at gear-report.com. Good. Yeah, I couldn't remember what email address I put in yeah. for that, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, it's pretty easy. You just mm-hmm. show up with lots and lots of money, and you can have the. <laughs> and it could be yours. What are you going to do with this money when you get this money? You going to are you going to uh, well, uh, armor up armor your Prius, or what are you going to do? This is my third oh. Humvee project, and <laughs> and the assumption has always been that when I got this one quote mm-hmm. done, that it go up for sale, and yeah, I cash out on that, go buy a new one from auction, and start over. But honestly, this is the most recent version. It's it's the top of the line. Like most National Guard units and even a lot of active duty units, their Humvees aren't as nice as mine. So there's really nowhere to go from here as far as like I'm on top of the mountain. What am I going to do next? I don't know. I may. Um, I, I'll tell you, I told you I've got the I've got the sailing gear report channel queued up. I was doing oh, video for one of the biggest uh, small 
catamaran racing channels a couple years ago. I may get, I may buy a race boat and go on the the catamaran racing circuit. Who knows? TJ is like, no thanks. I'm not getting out on the on that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't like I being go, in the I water. Go. Mm-hmm. But I you go fishing off the beach. I go fishing off the boat. Those are, mm-hmm. those are my options. Mm-hmm. You put me on a little sailboat. I turn into Ricky Bobby, man. Like I want to go fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I end up flipping boats over, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, hey, listen, man. Whatever, whatever moves you. You know, um, there's a lot of things out there. Yeah. yeah. But what but about I a submarine? Like, Submarine's awesome. Still in military. Van. I don't know about that. I get claustrophobic, but. Uh, I don't know. I may do another Humvee. I may move on to a different type of vehicle. I, I mm-hmm. really don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of depends on what, depends burnt on what out comes up in auction too. If something comes up yeah. in auction, you're like, oh, I gotta have that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? I'll be like, nope, yeah. I'm not getting one. I'm not getting one. And then it'll be like, bam. Hey TJ, guess what? <laughs> guess what I just got? I just... <laughs> What's yeah. the hot military vehicles right now? Is it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was someone, a growler. Someone was telling me about the growler. Do you know that? Oh, uh, is it the um, I, so I know some people, a lot of people who do the Humvee stuff also kind of got into those. And mm-hmm. the word that I've heard is that, you know, scarcity drives price is with collectors. Mm-hmm. It's, you mm-hmm. know, there aren't a lot of them. And uh, basically what I've heard is there's not a lot of them for a reason. Like mm-hmm. they're little shit boxes. Oh, so really? Okay. That's what I hear. Um, I know some people who've bought them. The size of my car. Humvee people. Who've yeah. bought them and refurbed them and sold them, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Dude, whatever you do, never buy one of these." So, <laughs> yeah, aren't there? Isn't there? A, uh, so, was the Growler British or uh, no? It's U.S. U.S. military, yeah. yeah. Because I think yeah, that um, scaled down to fit in the back of the helicopter. Like, was it the Osprey, the the V twenty two or something? Yeah, it, it's it's smaller so that you know a Humvee's too big to fit in something like that. So, they they needed something a little smaller and lighter, but. I think they, that as often happens with military contracts, they try to be all things to all people and include mm-hmm. way too many requirements, and then it ends up not being good at anything. I think that one of Walter's friends in the military vehicle thing um, who was in the Marines, because I think the Marines had had these, yep. if I'm not mistaken, yep. he actually says he's working on one right now. Yeah. So I think they're kind of cool. And these, these go, what? What do they do, about 65, 70 miles an hour? Or? I, I don't know. And yeah. I think they're neat. And I like anything that's kind of that shade of green mm-hmm. and, you know, old and has got dirt all over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. So I think mm-hmm. they look cool. I they think look the sexy. Yeah. Is neat. But mm-hmm. the people I know from a practical standpoint, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to own one just because it's the parts are almost impossible to get and things mm-hmm. break. And, and plus, you know, I'm 6'4", and they, they're not really made for someone my size. Mm-hmm. You yeah. stick your head off the roof. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's a good point no they're very cool but uh, but all of these things they're just this is how you spend money you know i mean <laughs> yeah good yeah. way to burn money down so should we talk i want to talk about the prius let's talk about this prius patrick what do you say oh you know sure i think back. you know why i think it's interesting you know why i think it's interesting uh oh dan hates you says the growler is an overpriced m15 a2 from vietnam no one like those there you go. That's from uh, Dan Hates You. Um, gun guys with a Prius. Should we judge them? That's my question. Patrick, what do you think? 
Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I have no opinion on the Prius. The new, I will say, I saw a video last night of the newer Priuses that they have look good. Solar, solar in the roof that mm-hmm. charges and slowly charges, but also like powers your day to day like AC mm-hmm. and radio. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Yeah, it is a cool idea. We should have been doing a lot more of that already. I would say the new Priuses, pre, what did you call them? Pre-I? Oh, Pre-I. Pre-I. Yeah. Pre-I. They do look good. I mean, this is probably not the best color in the world, but look at that. That is a freaking Prius. Yeah. What in That's the, pretty hot. Even I, I even me, I would say this is a good looking car right here. I'd buy one of those. My head would probably stick out the top though. Yeah. No. So tell us about, tell us about your Prius journey. Please, Jeff. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I ha- I have three vehicles. I have a conversion van, which, you know, you may see like at, at Iraq Veteran, we go to okay. his, we go to Eric's mm-hmm. event in the fall. I will mm-hmm. typically take the conversion van. I'll put down the back and I'll sleep in the back of that. And then I have friends who bring Humvees so that we have that. And I'll bring the big military command tent. And, you know, so that's one way to get around. And it serves mm-hmm. a purpose and uh and i'm a scout leader i work with the sea scouts and the uh the van's got a trailer hitch and pulls boats for the scouts so uh so i have that and it serves a purpose and then i have the humvee because it's badass and it's cool and i get to go lark with the army and um and i can put money into it and then when i sell it i get my money back out which you never do that on a vehicle right so mm-hmm. it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool uh kind of investment toy uh mm-hmm. but it's not practical and, um, you know, a lot of stuff that we do puts us on the road, driving around, uh, going to events, going to visit factories and, and, uh, you know, shows and whatnot. And I'm telling you that little Prius, um, I'm on a tight budget sometimes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it depends on how many Humvee parts I have to buy in a given month, you know, mm-hmm. um, it lets me get around and not have to worry about the cost of transportation so much. So. Um, so yeah, we actually have a fleet of pre I at my house. Um, the pre-eye. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I what is also, a fleet? Really you got three of them, two of them, three, yeah. three, uh-huh. Maybe we got three. three. I enjoy in the driveway. We have the Humvee surrounded by mm-hmm. Prius pre I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't sound defensive at all about it no oh no listen well, like if gas was 99 cents a gallon i'd be like i'd, I'd be like dude that's stupid as hell but when uh, it's almost i mean i saw it was like 370 the other day i'm like mm. oh yeah yeah prius is good call jeff good call i'm pretty practical about it you know if i cared what people thought i would get defensive but i know why i have them and it fills the role that i need it to very well exceptionally well so i could give a rat's ass what anyone else thinks about it i'm just teasing you i'm just teasing you and we are gonna be very you know i I mean i make fun of priuses all the time so i'm not gonna pretend like i don't but you know we are gonna we are very shortly gonna live in a world where a hybrid looks really good Mm -hmm. i'm just Mm -hmm. telling you now what's happened like i have i have i have two let me see hold on a second no so right now i do have two electric vehicles and i have one that's actually a van and it's electric um and it doesn't have a the range on it it's very uh short but you know um so I, you know, I guess people can, the gun guys can go, oh, you're a gun guy, you have electric. Like the when we hate things simply because, like it, it's for example, it's all the people who are mad at uh, at Bud Light, 
okay? Right. Everyone who's mad at Bud Light. I saw someone talking about this, and we talked about Bud Light before. But, you know, there was a guy that's like, hey, I like Bud Light. I'm going to still keep drinking it. I don't care who else is drinking it. You know, if really some, if people could do those kinds of things and we stop doing things, you know, if we're saying, oh, well, I won't own an electric car because the tree huggers, that's what they want us to drive. That doesn't have anything to do with things, right? There's what's practical or what you think is fun. I don't own an electric car because I'm trying to save the planet. I just think they're really powerful. In a lot of cases, they're powerful. In the case of the van, I think I have it because I'm, I'm living in a van world right now and I want to see what's the future of what's going on here and I think at some point we will have electric vans the range is low but for those of us who want to camp out in them and travel in them that time is coming but yeah I don't look at it like oh these people say that I should like it and I don't like those people so therefore I hate it kind of a thing if that there's a lot of that going on with hybrids and electric vehicles where Mm -hmm. it's become politicized and I'm a big technology person Mm-hmm. And oh, I see the timer. But mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I love the hybrid technology. It's brilliant and amazing. And mm-hmm. it just happens to be in a little car that some people think looks funny. And it happens to that electric vehicles have been adopted by a political party. And it's part of the rallying cry. So anyone who doesn't like those politics, then you know, wants to drive a diesel and, you know, crank up the, the injection pump. So it's throwing black smoke everywhere. And, you know, I don't, I don't think that makes sense to me. You know, I'm going to do what I want based on what I want. I'm not going to let other people's opinions and dictates in politics dictate what I do and why I do it. Yeah. And the ironic part of that is, so, so for example, tonight, I know we got a couple of seconds, Fox news, which has been very anti-electric car, their big thing going on in the last 24, 48 hours, um, is that they have Elon Musk on the show tonight. We'll be right back. Yeah, I was... <laughs> we wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Yeah, sorry, Patrick, you got cut off there. What were you saying? No, no, I saw that he was going to be on tonight. I, I don't know what exactly. I, I saw a little bit about them uh, discussing AI, uh, mm-hmm. but beyond that, I don't know exactly what they're going to be discussing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it was interesting that he's going to be on there. I think it is interesting that he's going to be on there. Um, and this is the weird thing about stuff and how people look at things, right? Because if we go back in the in the past of us as gun guys and what we're all supposed to believe, right, as gun guys, which everyone really believes something uh, different out there, you know, we're all human beings, uh, even though we're gun guys. But if you really go back here a little bit in the past, everyone kind of hated, in our world, Elon Musk, because he was a representation mm-hmm. of the tree huggers. But then when he said things that come out looking more right leaning, we're like, oh, yeah, we love Elon Musk now all of a sudden. Right. And so it's funny, like even on Fox News, they've been talking bad about electric cars. That's a big thing for him. But he's on, you know, he's coming on. He's coming on the show. And now the left hates him. The left used to be all about Elon Musk, superhero, the real Iron Man. (laughs) You know, I remember he went on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan, who I like. I like Joe Rogan. You know, he's a man's man, as they say. Joe Rogan was wearing a pink silk shirt like a little bitch. (laughs) 
when Elon Musk came on there. That is how, like, uh, you know, enamored with Elon Musk that he was, that he just couldn't, he didn't even know how to talk straight when Musk was on. So, and, and I think he's still cool, but what people don't realize is that there's lots of different um, things going on here. One thing doesn't necessarily cancel out the other, or, you know, we just, we, we need to pay attention to what's happening and what's the motivation really behind what, what people do and why they're doing it. But at individual things like electric cars or hybrids or different things that are in the world, we have to think, Hey, is that practical? You know, to me, can I use that? And now that we're trying to make these cars more efficient, we really do need certain things like pickup trucks should be hybrids, you know, um, things like the vans, they really should be hybrids if we want them to get better gas mileage. I'm not saying that I care about that, but if we want that and why is it? So for example, if the van that I bought only has a 110 mile range with the battery, why not put an extender on that thing and have it be able to go three, 400 miles? It could theoretically go 400 miles, which is better than my van I'm sitting in right now. You know, why is that so bad? Why, what if I'm getting like a real cheap, the first hundred miles is real cheap because it's electricity. And then if I have to go some distance, then the rest of that costs me a little bit more, but I'm driving yeah. the same vehicle. Let's be practical about how we approach it. Let's not like hate Elon Musk over here, not look into it. Then now he, we think he's on his side, so we love him. And the funny thing is, just to like stick on him going on Fox News, he was talking about this. The other day he was on BBC. That's like far left. I saw that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that went viral because the guy basically did lie. Because the guy said, oh, since you took over Twitter, it's become more hateful. Did you guys see those? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. reporter says, you took over Twitter, it's more hateful. Musk said, okay, tell me one thing that's more hateful yeah. that you saw. Give me evidence. And he was like, well, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. But he came out, Musk said, hey, I went on BBC, that's far left. I'm going to go, or it's left. I'm going to go on Fox News, that's right. I'm going to do some stuff that's slightly left and slightly right and some stuff in the middle. And to me, I respect that because we don't see a lot of that uh, nowadays of people trying to be balanced and looking at things. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I never, I mean, like, as far as Musk goes, I never hated Musk just because he's throwing up the, I mean, technology wise, he's, you know, he's, he's bursting us through, you know, launching the rockets up there. I mean, he's got his, his Tesla's floating around space somewhere. I mean, I, you know, mm -hmm. dude, who does that? You know, who can yeah. do that? But as far as I, there is, there needs to be a balance. I mean, you know, like I drive a, I've got an F-250 diesel. Mm -hmm. I would, awesome. I would love for it to get, I would love for it to get a little better diesel mileage, but you know you start you start messing around there's a there's a balance between all right i need to be able to haul crap versus saving saving diesel i don't you know if i can't haul crap i don't care about saving diesel i need to haul stuff yeah so you know and if, there, there's if, that and it, it's it's different for everybody yeah and there's also a wall that we're going to run into with combustion engines right i think even honda came out uh not too far not too long ago and said they've really hit a wall with what they can do with a four-cylinder that's a big deal yeah when honda says it <laughs> yeah when honda says we've hit the wall of how efficient and powerful and all that we can make a four-cylinder you know and so if we're gonna now I don't know. I don't know what we do about that, right? Eventually, we run into these walls on things if people aren't putting laws on top of it. And then it just comes down to what do people want? Do we want more range or do we not care? Don't develop cars. 
go, Patrick. I think you got something. No, I think I I, I think uh, lulls are are the evil of you know stifling creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that I truly believe that. St- uh, maybe for a four cylinder, they have reached peak performance because uh, mm-hmm. you can only eke so much out of four little pistons, but. <laughs> I still think there's plenty of of things that could be done. That what to like a V8 or, or yeah, six turbo V8 dual turbo. I don't know. There's there's other things that can be done, and they're just either impractical, too expensive. Uh, there's a lot of things. At that some point, we're just putting them. turbos on it. Like, what are we gonna put? Like, you know, we're gonna have a four yeah. cylinder with six turbos I mean, on it. Using <laughs> one one turbo free cylinder. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some cars have that. They have, you know, like yeah. le- um, levels of turbos. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I still, there's, I do feel like there are more things that can be done. And maybe, maybe uh, hybrid is the way to go. You know, perfectly, to be perfectly honest, back when Ford was making a hybrid Explorer, mm-hmm. I actually really wanted one because I thought it was awesome. It was the best of like both worlds in my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And then they only did it for a couple of years and then. Just stop making them. Um, it, was, it was too early, and that was the, that was the older body style that actually looked good, not this new body style that was right. ridiculous. Yeah. I really thought the um, I thought the Volt was an amazing car. I don't know why it just Chevy Volt. That's the one that catches fire, right? The Chevy. No, no, the <laughs> Bolt. No, the Bolt. The elect. The first electric one they made did have problems. Yes, there were some issues no, there's, with there's that. There's one battery. that they currently tell you not to park in your garage because it'll catch fire. I think fire. that's the Bolt. But oh but they goodness. fixed those issues. They fixed those issues. The Volt <laughs> was the so. one that even Jay Leno had one, and that was a hybrid. You know, okay. so you can drive a certain distance. If you were if you weren't going that far to work, you could just plug it in at your garage every day, and really not have to use the gas in there. Um, and then when you went on long trips, uh, you know, obviously that that area, I would say, even though there's other hybrids, I think before Prius, you can correct me if I'm wrong there, Jeff. But Toyota, Toyota really improved on that particular segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, so, for example, there, there, um, the, uh, I think I want to say that it is, uh, what was it? Ram was about to come out with a new pickup truck that you had an option. I think you were going to get like 250 mile range out of it. And then you were going to be, or 300 and you, and it was going to be able to go up to 500 miles. Can you imagine that? A Ram pickup truck that could do 500 miles. You know how it was doing it? It had a battery, and then it had an extender. So some kind of small engine was going to come on and recharge that battery and get you to 500 miles, and they were going to put it out. And I thought that was really... I'm a fan of Ram. I had a a Rebel. Well, can the idea or something? Yeah, they shit can the idea because of these stupid ass laws. You can only get yeah. the money from the government if you do pure electric. So now they're just putting out a, what they say is going to be a 500 mile battery that's going to be very heavy and incredibly Probably expensive. No that's that's the whole truck bed is the battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's a shame <laughs> that we're doing that because what they were doing before was going to be a hybrid, and I would have thought that like, this is really cool. Hybrids, hybrids. Are, I mean, my my uh, my daughter's got. They got one of those uh, those Mavericks, the new mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, that thing is. I mean, it's it's neat. I was like, I was like, how do you know how many? And it tells you how many electric miles you have, and mm-hmm. it, it charges the battery as they break and stuff like that. And we were driving around Satellite Beach, just electric. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this thing's so. Like they snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. They pulled in. I was like, oh my god, you're here. And they're like, oh yeah. yeah. Like, There's uh, something. We're not on the highway. This is electric. 
Yeah, there's something to say for that ability that you get with the with electric. This is what I like about Musk. When, with building uh, the Teslas, they didn't just go, we're saving the planet with this. They made a cool car, cool technology, very powerful, very fast. That's why a lot of people are interested in it. You know, um, and I think that's the way you need to go. Look at the uh, Chevy Corvette Stingray. That is a hybrid. It's got a little battery in there, okay? The motor up front, yeah, and the the engine's charging it back up. Hmm. So I think, think uh, like, they just yeah. sold the first one. I texted you that. Oh, that was the one that they sold at the auction for like yeah, a million they, bucks. Yeah, the, the or one something. that I just uh, I texted you over the weekend. They sold uh, SKU <laughs> or VIN zero 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 one. Yeah, uh, and what I tell you, one point two million or something. Yeah, yeah. But if you think about it, that's a cool car. I was looking at oh, it, yeah. so. You could pull out of your driveway in your neighborhood and be really quiet and not annoy the shit out of your neighbors, which sounds like fun until you have to live with those people for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but you can pull out of there completely quietly on electricity, and then you can get into it and you can run just the just the engine, the V8, or you can run with both of them and have all-wheel drive and have like what will be the most powerful Corvette ever. Instant torque. Yeah. Nice. So the coolness, I think, is is what I'm looking at at those things that makes me go, oh, this is really cool. Look at the the Tesla Model S Plaid, and how it was beat an American. This is what a lot of people forget, by the way. Tesla, American company, is making something that was beating Lamborghinis and Ferraris, and the most powerful cars in the world. Zero to sixty, quarter mile, whatever, beating them. You know, it's still doing that, right? You know, it's uh, the fastest production car in that price category, which is about, a, right now, is about, you can buy a Model S Plaid for $105,000. Way cheaper than a Lambo. Yeah, way cheaper than a yeah. Lambo. You know, so just, I think that cool part of it is what we should look at here. Armin and Axis says, let's be practical. The electricity that charges the car is probably produced by coal or natural gas. It is, yeah. So you're not saving the planet, I would say. That's why I think hybrid is a is a more interesting approach. I've always yeah. thought that hybrid is a far more interesting approach than all electric. Because mm -hmm. all electric, it's a, a gasoline engine is more efficient at producing power than it is to produce at your local coal plant and push it mm -hmm. down a power line and have to have it jump mm -hmm. through hoops to get to you. Mm -hmm. um, having it charge a battery at the same time and then the battery helps take over when you're cruising the highway or maintaining speed. I think to me, that is a, a smarter, it's always been a smarter technology in my yeah. book. I agree. And there's things we can do. So for example, you don't have to have an engine engines. Our engines don't have to run off of gasoline. They can run off of compressed natural that's, gas and be 50% more that's clean. That's something that, that's another thing that I'm thinking, like in my brain, we've never, fully explored alternative mm -hmm. fuel sources i don't think um the technology is already out there for that there's kits you could take yeah. a you could take a mustang and switch it over to compressed natural you could pretty much do that with any car any car that exists yeah huh yeah i had an old i had i had a uh, chevy it was an old schwann's truck that ran off of mm -hmm. natural gas yeah and then i had to convert it to actual gas because i was going to use it to haul stones and stuff like that but they're yeah, yeah. they're out there yeah, and every every American car manufacturer makes in other parts of the world, right? So in Europe, Africa, South America, they make cars that run off of compressed natural gas and propane. 
every American car company already does that. That technology has been around for a long time. And you're right, we're not pursuing that kind of stuff. But and I, and I think, you know, I think that's the problem um, with how we look at things. And we're kind of like missing the boat. And that's happening on both sides that, yeah. that people are doing that. Like Jeff said, it's practical. Like, if you could save money when you're traveling, you could buy more guns. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, you fold the back seat down, I can put full size gun cases in the back of the Prius. I can stack so many guns in the back of that car. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It's I I love it. Just second generation Prius. They're getting old, but they were the best model in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, my so yeah. pull up Hank, pull up that picture mm -hmm. of the Prius in the modern modern new. Oh, new the Prius new the new sexy one. Is that that's my my only problem that I've ever had with the Prius. Yeah, see that doesn't look terrible. No, no I, I, my problem with them is they they were not they're not good looking cars. But the this original, is a good looking car right ones here. Don't that's look that's, that's great Tesla yet. looking. Yeah, yeah, that looks sleek and modern. Uh, I think I in a like lot it. of ways that looks better than a Tesla. I would say the front, the front looks yeah. better. Yeah, the design of that is but the, really the sides nice. and the back look like a Tesla. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. I think they they've like that particularly to me. I would buy. I would say like other Priuses. So that's one thing that I'm you know. If I don't like the face of something, I'm not buying it. Right. Yeah. So I never thought that it was. Would you? Would you get the new sexy Prius, Jeff? Would I? Yes. I. I don't know. I. I got to see how it does from a longevity standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, because the the second generation are the closest to bulletproof. The third generation throw head gaskets at about a hundred thousand mm -hmm. miles. The mm -hmm. fourth generation has got a set of issues. It's just crazy is that you know. It comes All back to the earlier guy. discussion about you know if you're an early adopter of any new new model, new maker model, you know you got to go through those growing pains, and I'm fairly reticent to take on growing pains like that um, mm -hmm. for a daily driver. You okay. know, um, I mean, I drive one of the most impractical vehicles on the road, so you know it's not that I uh, <laughs> won't won't do that. It's that the role that I have the Prius for it just needs to work. Imagine if we could like hybridize some of our favorite cars like that. Oh, Just yeah. imagine if you could do that to a Humvee. Yep. Yeah. Which and there's different different game. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, but but you know the part that's a shame to me is the the politicization and tribalization of some of these ideas. I'm very practical in terms of technology and uh, looking for better solutions. And I really don't care what the politics behind it are. You know, like electric vehicles, I see so many people that, that are just incredulous about electric vehicles because of politics. Well, I, I don't like the way they're being pushed right now because we don't have the infrastructure for that much electricity um, I, so, so to what Patrick was saying earlier, man, I, I, I was giving you virtual high fives over here on the whole laws are not the solution idea because, um, you know, I'm a huge free market person and let the people decide, let the market decide what technologies, what solutions, what products, uh, get the most momentum, unless there's just something completely heinous about them. But, you know, the, the way that the federal government is pushing electric right now concerns me because I feel like it's not for practical uh, technology reasons. It's for political reasons. And they're actually doing more harm than good because they're turning people off. And the 
the power grid isn't ready for it right now. Oh yeah, and I think mm -hmm. that's a massive shame because um, the the only big problem I have with electric, and it's a huge problem, is um, in an impact you have the potential for massive short circuits and everyone just being fried and emergency emergency personnel. I mean, I know some firemen that, that have told me, you know, our training is if you come up on a Tesla that's been in a real accident where, where it's bent, we're not going near it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want any part of, of the one. I don't know how much power is running through it. I don't know if it could short and kill you. But two. Uh, batteries catching fire—that's a problem. That's oh, yeah, a big yeah. problem. Like, I think I it's highly—I think it's highly unlikely. Likely, it's going to short out and kill you. And also, these Most are the safety. These, these when they do the crash test on these, which that's a law in America. I know we don't like laws. I'm with that, not liking laws. Part of those laws, we have to do crash tests and meet. Um, you know, cars. So cars now are built to the crash test laws, right? So if you mm -hmm. look into Teslas, you'll find that they're the safest cars, and they actually build them beyond. The crash test laws so case in point the the doctor the remember that the doctor in california that tried to kill his family drove the tesla off a cliff everybody survived <laughs> inside the yeah. tesla he drove it off yeah. a cliff you can look that up so it's not necessary i mean every car is dangerous you know like a regular car you if it gets into the right mm -hmm. accident it could blow up okay. sure yeah so I don't know. That's like the that's the bullpup argument that people give me all the time. As a bullpup guy, the the other firearms guys, gun guys are like, "Oh, that bullpup, that bullet's right near my face." I know what's gonna happen. I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It's like every gun you shoot, there's right. a massive explosion right going on in there that's not far from your face. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, we've all, we've all had a, we've all had an out of battery one time. How can you stand to be around people who don't like okay. bullpup? I don't know. I have to yeah. deal with it, you know. But <sighs> no one yeah. needs that kind of negative. I wonder, Jeff. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I mean, I, Jeff, dude, show everything, everything that is bullpup, Jeff would stop and look at it, shot show. And I, I like as soon as oh, I walk by. Oh, Jeff, you're my, you're my dude, man. Give me a high five. I, I know. Give me a high five, brother. Boom. Yeah, yeah Patrick isn't saying shit right now. <laughs> he would walk by and he would look over and be like, right back. We're coming right back. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I know we're not for laws, but I think by law, every gun guy should yeah, own... Yeah, every gun guy should own a bullpup by law. All right, I'll I'll, I'll put it on my list. <laughs> I don't own one, I mean, but Jeff on. he loves the bullpups. Oh, what are we? What's what's coming out here? Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, hey, you on. know, I was I was kind of depressed. I I just ran into the gun room to check, and I'm like, crap! I only have I think I've only got two bullpups right now. What um, this? Is what the, is this? What are you looking at? Is this the 12 gate? This oh. is, yeah, it is. It is. Oh. It's a 12 gauge from Radical 
-hmm. It's the MK1. Oh, I'm going the wrong way, aren't I? Mm -hmm. There we go. You are. This looks good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not a huge shotgun guy, but I saw this and was like, you know, most most bull pops Mm -hmm. are all plastic, and this is Mm -hmm. a, you know, aluminum chassis, and uh, and I like it. I I love bull pups. Yeah. I had I had a uh, Mosin Nagant bull pup for a while. Oh. I mean, you talk about you 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 think talking about Priuses gets people triggered. Bring out a bull pup. (laughs) Now that was a kit. That was a kit, though, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, see, yep. that I, I don't necessarily, I, I don't hate on bullpup kits, but those I don't collect. I don't collect kits of bullpups, you know, because I like the a, guns. I like the guns that were made purpose, right. like purposely meant to be a bullpup. Yep. That's what I think Tavor, is. You're a Tavor fan, huh? Yeah, Tavor. You, oh, I've got you several. Can make an argument. You can mm-hmm. make an argument that every gun wants to be a bullpup. It's not their this fault is true. that some this of them are not born. You saw that conversion kit for the AR-15, didn't you? That one, the one yeah. company had it. Oh, there's several that are out there. There's yeah. several uh, conversion kits. Um, oh, Jeff was think, all over it. I, was I think one of my coolest bullpups is an AK-74 that is a bullpup uh, that from Century Ooh. Arms. Now, that was a kit that Century Arms imported and imported the gun and made it, but Century Arms put it out as a gun. So in my, uh, I kind of give that one a pass. But this is a bullpup yeah. right here, by the way. Like I said, I've showed this. Oh, yeah. I don't have any other bullpups in the van. Yeah, the Zip 22 is a bullpup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It does fire. Patrick was able to get it to uh, fire. Yeah. I got I this got brand new, never fired, and I refused to fire it because I was collecting it, and then Patrick fired right. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he got he got mad that I didn't fire it, and he, decide, he decided it has to be fired. Oh, Chromie V is awake and crying. Yep. Oh, yeah. Marley left me with a hungry baby. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, she knows well, you don't have the she... parts for that, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I no. Nope. He's like, oh, no, watch me. <laughs> ran to Walmart and left me with a hungry baby, so I got to yeah. keep him calm. And You'll survive. You'll survive. We'll get him He's on the fine. show. He's just hungry. Yeah, those we're just the, talking about bull pups. Huh? Those oh, are the, those are the fun phases. Here? Yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. Should we show? The, can we show the baby uh, in the full screen? Here we go. Boom. Oh, oh no. he just puked a little oh, bit. Oh, and right then he yeah, <laughs> right away, automatically. Can't be that hungry. Yeah. By the way, for anyone who's wondering, yeah, they do have the same shape head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I have no towels nearby, that so is I'm just definitely gonna have to think like vomit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So why do you not like uh, bullpups, TJ? Why do you not like bullpups? I just, I, you know, the, I'm, 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 a, I'm an aesthetic guy, and I like, like, the AR is a sleek-looking, you know, gun and all that. And I look at the bullpup, I'm like, all right, what the hell happened here? Like, oh, I was bullpups like, Kel- look good. Did, did Keltec think of this? Did who think of it? <laughs> Keltec think of this? Keltec and, makes some of the best bullpups that exist. So. I know. The RBD. RBD is awesome. Um yeah. No, I just, I just, I, you know, I look and at the, the RFB. Right? The RFB is a technological triumph. Right. <laughs> okay. I just, yeah, I just don't like to look at them. I, it's, it's one of those. I just, you know, what? I started off on, I started off on Millsurp because I was poor, mm-hmm. poor college kid, and then, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. you know, then I branched off in the AR-15, and then once, once I was adult, I was like, I can buy whatever I want. So I, I AR-15s, and I still do not to this day. I don't have a bullpup yet. Mm. But I'm gonna have to buy one. It's probably gonna be a Tavor because that's the only one I really like shooting. Um, a Tavor mm. or uh, what is it? The uh, the uh, 
what is it? The X95 is good. Okay. I think the X95 is a good one. Um, there's a lot of I've, good. I've, I've, I've fired a bunch of them, and I'm like, the Tavor was like, oh, okay, this is this one isn't bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that one. But the Keltec, um, R, the Keltec R, uh, BD. RBD. Yeah. yeah. That is no rearwood RDB RDB rearwood downward. Uh, I don't know where they come up with that stuff. Yeah, I, I think I'm saying it wrong. I can't believe rifle downward ejecting rifle downward. Yeah, downward ejecting <laughs> rearward <laughs> downward mop up. Yep, he's like a California Democrat trying out to explain out, it. Straight out of Mims out there, yeah. they're talking. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Flying Rich. He says hi, TJ, mm-hmm. and the other guy. That's from Flying what's, Rich. What's up, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. The R the RDB, rearward yep. rearward downward rifle. RDB. Yeah. Rifle downward, downward ejecting bullpup. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um that is a pretty good gun actually. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, I've, I've, yeah, seen, I've seen that one. I haven't fired that one. I bought the I bought yeah. the SU sixteen and I was greatly disappointed, so I got rid of that one. Oh, the only good problems guy. I've run into with the RDB is if you well, I don't know if they ever did anything about it, but if you suppress it and you shoot it with a GI mag in there, it'll unseat the mag. I don't know if that's still an issue or not. But if yeah. you're using uh, P mags, you don't have any issues. Yeah, this is why Caltech doesn't talk to me, by the way, because I made a video when it first came out. Yeah. It was fixed before the first run of production. You had a pre-production sample. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this no, is why was... Caltech doesn't talk to you. Is no, right. was, I mean, that's, no, that's listen, not they true. That's not true. That, I, was, that was production. That was a production rifle. That came yeah. up. That came oh. out of the the one that I got because one... I they were we were doing stuff with them all all while they were testing the guns before they the one actually that I came shot, out. The one that I shot that you had the can on when we first met was pre-production. That but but I didn't actually do a video on it until they were producing them, and I got one off the shelves that was going out. And that one failed. That's what had the. I I don't I don't know. Like I just I just showed what it was doing, and I didn't really think it was a failure. Uh, I feel st- I still <laughs> thought it was a good gun and all that. It kind of doesn't stuff. have enough QD points. Well. Yeah, well, it doesn't. It doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's four, no QD four. points on it. <laughs> I mean, I, that's I, I valid. Come on, because, because they huh? have one grip for all their guns. Yeah, I. It drives me, it drives me crazy. It like, really, the grip texture they use is not like it's not no. worth going on every yeah. single gun. It's, no, it's, it's on every one of them. Though. Yeah, well, that's called that the gator grip. grip. The gator grip. Flying Witch says Caltech does not good. talk to you because of the QD points. Yes, because yeah. in the QD points, I said whatever engineers sat around the table, and this is this is exactly what I said. I said whatever engineers sat around the table in the design process here and refused to speak up about the QD points must be from the '80s. So they thought I was talking about Kelgren, which I personally think that George Kelgren is like uh, the the greatest firearms engineer that exi- that is alive. That's my that's what I think about him. I was not designer? I was not d- designer. Not, yeah, I, designer. Not a perfectionist. Yeah, but I, I wasn't. I mean, you know, I think he's awesome. I think Kelgren's awesome. I put yeah. Kelgren above Kalishnikov personally. I put him above Kalishnikov. I don't even, huh? Yeah, I don't think Kalishnikov made anything either. So the only one I put above him is Browning. 
Brown, no, there's no, nobody will ever out Browning. Ever. Yeah. So, but they got, they did get mad. They thought I was talking about Kelgren, I guess, because I said the 80s. But basically, I said the 80s because, you know, how long have we had cutie points on guns, please, gentlemen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too long. Yep. How long have we been doing cutie? But I think what happened was, because, you know, when you do these molds, it's tough to go back if you didn't realize it and right. go, oh, shit, we got to put a cutie point in the mold. Mm-hmm. That's hey, expensive. It'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Gen 2. Yeah. We'll do it on Gen 2. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, some people don't care for cutie points. I don't know. Do you guys care? I remember. No. you got to have no. them on every, everywhere. Oh, okay. When I bought my when I bought my first suppressor, the Gen two uh, sub two thousand wasn't a mm-hmm. thing yet, mm-hmm. so you had to send your sub two K out to someplace like uh, what is it, Cyclone something, and they would thread it, and it was a massive pain in the ass to get that barrel threaded because the meat was too thin, the barrel wasn't thick enough. It was a huge pain yeah. in the ass. And then they fixed it. They put M lock and threaded barrel and a bunch of other stuff on Gen two, which was mm-hmm. way better than Gen one. Mm-hmm. And I still yeah. got rid of it really quickly because I didn't like it that much. The Gen two, the Gen two. Uh, I bought one and had it for like a month and then sold it. Mm-hmm. I did a video on it. I bought it. Did a video on it. Out. And I'm spoiled because I have an MP5 and I was like, it's just why should I have this when I have an MP5? And then I sold it. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, you I guys have some opinions on this? What do you guys? <laughs> What's your favorite or least favorite Caltex? Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you guys too. The ones mm. I don't like and the ones that I do like. I I mean, I've had a bunch of them. I I, I don't like – I mean, I like the KSG. Mm-hmm. Oh, KSG is awesome. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love the KSG. And then I actually like the – probably, I'll probably get some hate from this because it has the crappy grip, the uh, the PMR. Because I've oh, got the, the PMR CMR, is nice. I've got the, I've got the CMR and the PMR just because right. they take the same mags. And that's the only yeah. reason I bought yeah. them. And they're all in a – they're all in a bug out bag with mm-hmm. about a thousand rounds of twenty two mag, and I'm like, okay, yeah. here we go. Twenty two mags, a, a dope yeah. little round. Yeah, PMR and yeah. CMR, they're great. Just don't overload yeah. your mags. Don't get that rim lock. But no, for I that, know. instead I've of doing thirty three, yeah, if, instead of doing thirty three rounds, I do like maybe twenty something rounds. Yeah, and I was I was great. I like that. That SU sixteen was awesome with that. You know, they had the. Uh, the forend grip or the forend that it, it folded out to a bipod, and I was like, "This thing is so freaking flimsy." I was like, All right, mm-hmm. "I'm getting rid of this yeah. gun." Like I had it like a day. I went to shoot it, and I was like, "I'm out of here." You know what's you my least favorite Keltec? I still have it. The PLR 16. Oh, dude, that's the pistol one. You know the right. pistol, the pistol, and uh, you could shoot it. You could shoot it folded and all that kind of stuff. But here's my problem with it: the Picatinny rail that's running on top of the barrel and everything is polymer, right? It's running over the barrel. If you put an optic on that rail, okay, and God forbid you're a heathen and you tighten your optic because you're a heathen and you worship the devil, guess what won't work? Your gun won't work. And I found this out the hard way because the the gun was not working with that thing and I kept sending it to them. And then eventually, and then it would come back and they're like, oh, it's, it's perfect. And then I would go put the... I would go put my because you take you take your optic off when you send it to them. So then I'll go put the optic. It doesn't work. I send it back, <laughs> and then they'll fix it. Said, like there's nothing wrong with it. And then I put the thing on. It's not working. Eventually they said they said that's not meant. Listen to this. They told me that's not meant for an optic. You can't tighten anything on there <laughs> because Why'd if you, you tighten it, it it's piston driven. And if you tighten it, you tightening on top of that is 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 crunching in on the barrel enough to mm. interrupt it. 
polymer can only go so far. Sorry, guys. So what? What's what's supposed to go up there then? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. It's for looks. <laughs> yep. So you're talking about the hot solo gun, the little the PLR. Yeah, the PLR. I love it. I did. I haven't gotten rid of mine, but yeah, I don't shoot it anymore because I was like, oh, this is totally useless, then. Can't put an optic on it. You're only supposed to use the optics they send with it, which like Patrick is saying, come on, who Love does that? or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, so for me, Caltech, mm-hmm. the one that frustrated me the most, because I looked at it, I was like, oh, my God, that is so hot. Mm-hmm. It's the CMR. Mm. But then I got, one, got my hands on one, and I'm like, what is all this plastic crap? You know, the mm-hmm. little charging handle oh, plastic, plastic mm-hmm. and it's like flimsy and the whole thing bends around. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you were so close to having something awesome. Mm-hmm. And you did mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. from a couple little, like not design mm-hmm. choices, but implementation choices. Like, you yeah, had those are not as popular as they should be. Yeah. 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 Those are not. Yep. Yeah. Those had, that did have a lot of promise because it's so lightweight, oh, yeah. so lightweight, you know, mm-hmm. retractable stock. Such a cool yeah. looking little gun. So did anyone, which I know you shouldn't, this is probably what you're going to say, Jeff, you shouldn't have to do this, but did anyone make like replacement parts for that? that are I'm sure they metal? did. That's the, oh. I sure hope so. That's, that's oh. one of the reasons why I got rid of my, my uh, sub 2K. Mm-hmm. It was a $400 gun and I was like, oh, this is cool. But mm-hmm. to get it where I wanted it to be was another. Spend about another six hundred bucks. Five, five or six hundred bucks to add like <laughs> things on top, things inside. Okay, so let me ask this. Plastic. Let me ask this. Did I don't know if the Gear Report guys have uh, done a thing on this yet? Did who was it? Who 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 did a thing? Was it Smith and Wesson? Did Smith and Wesson oh, do it better? Copy? Yeah, with their copy of that than Caltech. Has anyone tried it? I haven't tried. You know, Smith mm-hmm. & Wesson recently came out with a sub-2000. No, the, there is the shotgun. Oh, the folder. The folder. I saw the that. The folder, yeah. Have you guys tested I that not, yet? I didn't get to fire that one. Okay. Hmm. I didn't get to fire that one. Okay. I know the shotgun was an epic fail. It was? Is that bad? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Oh, okay. No, I haven't shot that <laughs> either. Well, I mean, Smith & was it? No. Who? No, Ruger did a better version Ruger. of the, uh, P, what is it? The, the P3AT. Yeah, P three AT. Yeah, yeah. You know, no shame so. there. I love that thing. For mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm wearing basketball shorts and I want to run somewhere real quick, I'll throw that in my pocket. It, I love it. <laughs> it's lightweight <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, I've met a lot of people that uh, that love those guns. They are they are they're awful to shoot. Absolute yeah. atrocious little pigs to shoot. Well, because as a three eighty, this is probably the reason why Jeff hates hates a three eighty. You can't hit anything with that three eighty. And that, that you gotta be real freaking close. Yeah, that <laughs> gun actually made me not like a three eighty. Um <laughs> You know, I remember that. Like, I remember doing things with it, and it was, like, not accurate. And and I was like, oh, man, I don't. So when, if you guys remember when Glock came out with the Glock 42 that was in 380, I remember saying, oh, yeah, I'm not. And all gun guys are like, oh, this is terrible. Why do it in 380? I went to SHOT Show Media Day, okay? Remember Gunny? God God bless him. You know? Gunny, I was talking to him at, at, at the uh, media booth at SHOT Show, and he was like, oh, did you try the Glock 42? I was like, no, nah, I'm not shooting that damn anything that's 3.8. I don't want that. And Gunny <laughs> said to me, listen, you know, I don't like 3.80 either, but for me, because it's me, can you just go shoot it and then come back? If you hate it, tell me you hate it or whatever. I went to shoot that thing. I was hitting all day. I was like, oh, 
What is it's this magic? Right size. It's the proper size for a 380. That, that one Glock did right. Because I bought a Glock 42 after that, and I didn't get rid of that until the 43 came out. And then I carried the 43 for a long time. That's the reason why they brought the 42 out first, is if they brought the 43 out at the same time, the 42 would have never sold. Because the yeah. 43 is the correct size gun. <laughs> the correct caliber and the correct size. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the uh, Glocks 22? That they what was that? The four, What was the four, uh, 44? Glock 40, uh, what was the 22? 22, 22 LR. The 22 long rifle. Uh, that one. Uh, my brother's got one, and like the gun, I like the. We have mag issues and feed issues nonstop. Mm -hmm. I think. I think. I think the the magazine needs to come a little farther along because it's. I mean, I'll stack it up there. I've used eight or nine different kinds of ammo, and we always have failures of feed or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Have so. you off off chance? Have you shot the Taurus TX twenty two? Yeah, I've got one of those. That's amazing. See, what do you guys? What's think really about funny that is one? the Glock is a five hundred dollar twenty two, <laughs> and the Taurus no. is a two hundred and twenty dollar twenty two. I, had, and I had no issues with the Taurus. Yeah, never had an issue. And no. it's what seventeen yep. rounds, fifteen rounds or something. It's huge magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had no, no issues. The Taurus with it. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We ran like there was a video. There's a video somewhere where we're just shooting 22s. Me, Walter, Patrick, I think maybe even Flying Rich was there. And the only gun, the only 20, like we shot 22 handguns, right? Mm -hmm. Different things. Um, and some of them, like the Smith and Wesson 22, is all good. But the TX 22, awesome. Glock, that yes. Glock 22, problems. Mm -hmm. You know, plus so. if you wanted a barrel, you had to get the entire threaded barrel for another what, two hundred dollars or something. Instead of going with the Walther design where you just unscrew the, the end mm -hmm. and put the thread adapter on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. Shame on them. Yeah. <laughs> They're the apple of the gun world. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to chime see? in on this, Jeff? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go. Nope. nope go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, was, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Go for it, Jeff. So uh, I'll, I'll talk about Glock in general. Um, the strangest thing is when Gear Report started, initially it was Jeff's kayak reviews. And then I blew my shoulder <laughs> up and was like, ooh, I'm, I'm too narrowly focused. You know, I was out of commission for eight months. Uh, and oh, and went Gear Report because it was generic and then started mm -hmm. doing some hunting stuff. When I started getting into the firearms industry, Glock was like, oh, you know, the holy grail of I have to work with this company. And it's yeah. so ironic that now I see them at events all the time. I don't think I've cut through their booth before. I've never stopped and talked to anyone. I just don't care. Like I have a Glock 17. If I need a full size carry gun, that's what I'm carrying. Mm -hmm. Okay, probably. Um, well, before I got the 10 millimeter here, but that's oh, another boy. story. Uh, you, you can know, show it to us. Go ahead, show it to us. Show it to us. <laughs> well, we're about out of time. I'll, no, I'll, you got I'll 26 seconds. Come on. Okay, here we go. This is from Graham Power. It is Ooh. the um, P40L. I'm trying to get the light on it right here. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That thing's, oh, that thing's big old it's a polymer. Yeah. It's a polymer lower and a just massive slide up top. And yeah, I think I someone was showing out. me a picture of that the other day. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to be right back after this. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. 
Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. All right. So awesome. Sorry about that there. You know, we, 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 we're having too much fun, actually. That's the problem. <laughs> because it's all right. we're just getting into the whole the whole freaking show has gone by. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, and I didn't get quick. in. Yeah, I didn't get more into Elon Musk. I do want to talk about that, but you know, the the he. I think his um thing on Fox News was at eight o'clock, and I would rather nice. actually watch it and then come back and talk about it uh, another day with you guys out there. But I mean, this show has gone really fast, and I think that's because it's been an awesome conversation uh, with Jeff and TJ from uh, of uh, Gear Dash Report. Right, that's what you guys need to look for. <laughs> gear-report.com mm-hmm. and um so here's what i want to do here since we're wrapping up at this point uh hold on dan hates you says taurus makes a better gun than glock what is the world coming to it happens occasionally yeah that dude that tx-22 is <laughs> it's awesome I'll, I'll shoot that thing all day yeah mm-hmm. it's awesome so um here's what i want to do i want to give everyone here a chance to tell you guys you know how you can follow them support them all that kind of stuff as we wrap up here and truly i do want you guys to go out there and support these folks i'm going to start with my friend patrick baby fist p go uh, youtube.com slash uh, baby face p or instagram's baby underscore face p utreon i'm still going to control- continue calling utreon if you go to babyfacep.com it will redirect you to utreon which is now play yeah <laughs> um a uh, new video just went live a couple hours ago let me see mm-hmm. if i'm in frame if you guys want to see the beginnings of how to turn an old ACH helmet into a more modern ACH helmet oh, uh, that went live today. Next week, hopefully, yeah, I'm going to get the bandsaw out. And we're going to cut that ACH into a high cut ACH. So, oh, okay, uh, that'll okay, be coming cool. up. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. And then I don't know which right. one of you. I'm gonna. I, I'll let both of you guys do it. So maybe we should sure. start with TJ. Um, if people want to follow you specifically, TJ, how do they do it? Oh, gear-report.com everywhere. All over, okay. all over the webs, Instagram, Facebook. Okay, you YouTube. don't have, you're not like T- Gear Report TJ or something like that. No, I'm, I'm working on that. I don't want to, I don't okay. branch off and take any thunder from Jeff. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right, there you go. So Jeff, what, what do you got? What do you? Are you going to say the same thing? Uh, well, I want to protest. I don't think you can have me on the screen with something that says words of wisdom. That's just, you know, I respect your audience too much. <laughs> You are going to have to, one of you is going to have to do the words of wisdom here in a second. Oh, oh. No, you you already said it before, Mm gear-report.com, and then all the different places where where gear report. Mm -hmm. Either one word run together or with a dash in between gear and report, whatever. We're Mm -hmm. everywhere like that. Yeah, absolutely. Check these guys out. They have lots of good stuff going on. Before we get to the words of wisdom, I want to thank everyone from all over the world, actually, listening to the podcast here. I mean, I think, uh, what what episode was this, man? We're something like 18 episodes away from 1,000 episodes. I don't know of anyone else in the firearms uh, podcasting world that's hit 1,000 episodes. I might not make it. One of those people might assassinate me. before I even get there, but we are working on it. 
we are working on it and getting there. And that's because of all the people who tune into the show, who watch it here, they watch it on YouTube, they listen to it. So I appreciate all you got you guys for doing that all over the world as well as all the people who support the the podcast. So uh, and I would appreciate if you guys go out there and support the companies that support us. Uh, words of wisdom from TJ. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Okay, I think <laughs> no, I, we messed. I do we like messed. that one. Good one, Jeff. This was better than what you had going. Yes, okay. Oh, <laughs> Jeff is frozen or something. I, right I, now. I mean, technically, I'm the director of snacks and beverages at your. Oh, okay. Me as so, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, is he frozen? Is he? Is he? Did you? Nice. Think he's there? No, no, no. I'm looking at the other screen, trying to find some words of wisdom because I don't oh, have no. any original thoughts of my own. No, okay, you don't have it. Okay, so we're just going with Jeff, uh, with TJ. Sorry, TJ. Like TJ said, you got to start go. early. You got to start drinking early. There you go. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, I think we. I'm not sure if we're doing a show Wednesday or not. We'll we'll see. We'll if we get when we get down to that. Um, if not, I'll see you guys on the next show. We are out of here. I got to make sure I hit all the right buttons. Uh, big thanks to Player for uh, uh, yeah for hanging out with us. We had Ed of Player. Yeah, Player. <laughs>